MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is August 18th, Friday morning. Kathy, good morning to you. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police said a man died after a physical altercation during a carjacking in Northern Liberties and that officers used the Toyota mobile app to track the stolen SUV to Camden, New Jersey. Police responded to several 911 calls just before 10 p.m. Thursday at the intersection of 3rd and Cambridge in Northern Liberties. Witnesses were rendering aid to the 60-year-old victim who was on the ground, police said. Investigators said his head was bleeding. He was semi-conscious but unable to get up. Medics rushed him to the hospital where the victim died less than an hour later. A victim, a, a witness told police the victim was sitting in a parked 2023 Toyota Highlander SUV when two males pulled up on dirt bikes with their faces covered. One of the suspects pulled the victim out of the vehicle. Uh, there was a physical altercation. One of the suspects drove away in the SUV. Uh, they took off uh, and the other one took off on the dirt bike. Police said a family member arrived right after the man was rushed to the hospital. Uh, Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small says, we believe the six-year-old male was sitting in his Toyota Highlander waiting for this family member. Investigators said they were able to use the Toyota mobile app to track the victim's brand new vehicle and found it abandoned in the back of a property in Camden. Camden police are going to try to get prints and DNA from the vehicle to help identify the individuals who committed this awful crime. So I'm curious, Kathy, you said there were two suspects, that was it? Yeah. On dirt bikes? Dirt bikes. They they pulled up, He was this guy was waiting in his car, they pulled up, they opened yeah. the door, pulled the guy out, beat him, and sold the car and left. And so did they leave one of the motorcycles? Mm, oh, I don't know. Maybe That's they both maybe about. they both came up on on, on one motorcycle one bike. I, yeah, yeah that was the question. I, I heard I caught the story on the yeah. news this morning yeah. too, and I was wondering it was the plan to steal a car and leave a motorcycle. No, it is. Or? It's just one. They pulled up okay. on, on right. one dirt bike. There's, there's actually loads of footage. This is a common thing. You'll see them pull up and uh, on dirt bikes, God. you know, specifically, yeah. and uh, and carjack. I mean, this poor guy. Like, I know, he was just I sitting know. there waiting for somebody to come out. You know, maybe the house or whatever. It's and, horrific. God. Uh, so they're going to try to get DNA off of the the car uh, that was left in Camden. Camden police are now working uh, with Philadelphia police and the victim's identity has not yet been released. Police say a man who was arrested for burglarizing a home in Montgomery County last year may have committed similar crimes allegedly targeting homes based on the race of the family. Police say 25-year-old Freddie Alexander Beltran Ortiz was arrested last month for burglarizing a home on Andrew Road in the Huntington Valley section of Abington Township on August 9th of 2022. The home belonged to an Asian American family who owns a Philadelphia business. Now investigators are working with multiple jurisdictions in the tri-state area believing that Beltran Ortiz is connected to other robberies fitting the same pattern. This is a trend being seen nationwide, investigators say. Police are looking into additional burglaries in the Delaware Valley and suburbs of Philadelphia, even stretching into New Jersey and Delaware, where Asian business owners were targeted. According to officials, money, jewelry, electronics, and musical instruments were stolen during the 20, uh, 2022 burglary. The loss was valued over $10,000. Investigators say during the incident, Beltran Ortiz and two others burglarized the home. Uh, Beltran Ortiz checked to see if the owners were home by posing as a pizza delivery man before three men forced their way inside. Officials said the suspect rang the doorbell, and months later, police were able to get DNA on that doorbell to identify the thief. That's amazing. Right? At the time, Beltran... Who ate the pizza? 
Ortiz was in custody in New York for a DUI. Abington police then escorted him back to Pennsylvania, where he faces five felony burglary-related charges. Uh, he is no longer in custody as of last night. Uh, police say that he posted the $1,000 bail. State labor officials temporarily shut down more than two dozen Boston Market restaurants in New Jersey after finding multiple violations of workers' rights, including more than $600,000 in back wages owed to 314 employees. What? Right? Yeah. A stop work order was issued Tuesday by the Department of Labor against 27 restaurants across New Jersey. The state also imposed nearly $2.6 million in penalties against the, uh, the firm. The Associated Press sent an email seeking comment to Boston Market's corporate office in Golden, Colorado on Thursday. There are 31 Boston Market restaurants in New Jersey and 310 nationwide, according to its website. Just eliminate one of the sides and you could pay everybody. Right? <laughs> the company requested a hearing challenging the state's findings, uh, labor officials said, but a hearing date has not yet been scheduled. State officials say the investigation began in November when a worker at a restaurant in Mercer County filed a complaint with the Labor Department. Since then, nearly three dozen additional complaints have been received, naming several Boston Market locations in New Jersey. There, there used to be a Boston Market not too far from us, and we would go by there every now and then. Yeah. They flat out raised the building a couple of years ago, just tore really? it down and, and wow. got rid of it. Yeah, which was, you know, and it's too bad because it, it started to, there was a time when Boston Market was a nice option, yeah. and it was decent food, but it started to deteriorate after a while. Didn't you think so? The you're quality? You're exactly right. I just yeah. had the conversation with Kyle about this. I said, you know, it never deteriorated. Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah. <laughs> they were good to the very end. And then the, I never and, went to yeah, one. And then, the, and then the company went away. Yeah. But you're exactly right. Yeah. You loved Boston Market. I was Steve. there two to three times a week. Yeah. yeah I loved it. And then uh, over the like, last couple of years, the restaurant that we were go to, I'm like, this is not as good as it used wow. to be. We used to go to the one in the Granite Room Mall, right? Like, they had great sandwiches there. Is, is that the one? So, or no, no. <laughs> You're thinking of McDonald's. No. <laughs> no, Boston Market didn't do sandwiches, did they? Uh, they well, they did. Yeah. Oh, no, they did? did. Yeah, yeah. They okay. made really good sandwiches. Did you like yeah. the Jimmy? They did meatloaf sandwich. What's the name of their... Are they called Carver's? Yeah, the Carver's. Yeah, the Carver's. Excellent, Nick. And the the baked chicken cutlets. Did you ever have those? No. They were terrific. So they were fried, so they were baked, and they were really good, but they did away with them. What was it? So you would go in right to the mall... By the Sears entrance. Okay. It was upstairs. There was a Chick-fil-A up there. No, it wasn't Chick-fil-A. It I wasn't, can't believe it there's wasn't a in food the place that you go to and you can't remember the Oh, name. you're thinking of picture people. No, you're usually I, no. good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was um it was a deli. But it wasn't. Oh, what, what the hell was that called? Oh, Baines. 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 <laughs> we got it. Mm-hmm. The labor department. They were good, but a little overpriced. <laughs> oh, not Baines. Oh, no, no, not B A N E. Do you want that kept thick or thinly sliced? <laughs> I'd like the New World Order, please. The New World Order. Do you want that with pickles? <laughs> the New World Order. Actually, I used to go to a Baines deli in uh, the Oxford Valley Mall. I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Uh, All of the employees wear that mask. Enjoy your lunch. It will be the last meal you enjoy as a free woman. <laughs> the I, late- thought, I always uh, thought they were a little overpriced at Baines. At Baines were, they, they, were, yeah. they, they, they were. They were. It's the truth. You got to speak the truth. The Labor Department's initial findings <laughs> included citations for unpaid or late payments of wages, hindering the investigation, failure to pay minimum wage, record violations, and failure to pay earned sick leave. With that? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Keith Primo, former Flyers captain, uh, is the owner of a franchise at Baines Deli. In yeah, Philly. yeah. What? Stop it. Which one? Uh-uh. I don't it just know. a franchise in Philly. It doesn't say. Are they still around? What? I Let's think go. so. Okay. Yeah, All this right. was updated not that long ago. Mm, 
Baines <laughs> Deli. I love it. The Boston markets temporarily shut down oh. in the Delaware Valley region include the Hamilton, New Jersey location, Ewing own it. We all own this. Ewing Township, New Jersey, Mount Holly, uh, Blackwood, Woodbury, and Vineland. Huh. In sports this morning. <laughs> I love it. It's great. In last night's preseason game against the Cleveland Browns, there were a number of injuries for the Philadelphia Eagles. Receiver Tyree Cleveland and rookie defenseman lineman Moro Jomo were carted off the field after sustaining neck injuries. Both both players have movements in their extremities, the team announced. Cornerback Zach um, McPherson was ruled out of the game after sustaining an ankle injury after the second quarter. Rookie first-round pick Nolan Smith exited with a shoulder injury, as did receiver Alameda Zacchaeus. Offensive lineman Josh Andrews, meanwhile, left with an ankle injury in the first half and did not return. The Eagles tied the Browns 18-18 last night at Blink. There's one more preseason game to go before the start of the regular season. The Phillies were off last night and opened up a... What? I I love you. Opened up a series against the Nationals in Washington tonight. (laughs) Michael Lorenzen. Well, she said... I'm sorry. She said instead of offensive lineman, you said offensive lineman. Such an offensive lineman. Oh, my God. (laughs) I knew there was something, but I was like, what is he looking at? That's all right. Michael Lorenzen, who threw a no-hitter in his first start, will get uh, will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. And at the Little League World Series, the Media U-12 baseball team are in the elimination bracket. Yeah. If they win tomorrow against the team from the New England region, they'll continue on in the tournament. But if they lose, their season is over. The first pitch is scheduled for 2 tomorrow afternoon in Williamsport. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you, Kathy. And uh, welcome. We finally made it to, uh, I don't know why this week's has so long, but it crazy. Has. I was just uh, wiped out, exhausted yesterday. Got a good night's sleep, though, ready to go for today. I really didn't get a good night's sleep. Uh, yeah, I know. You had... What happened? He had the mystery beeping mystery noise. Mystery beep in the house. You ever had that? And you couldn't find it? Kathy, it took an hour and 15 minutes to yeah. locate what was beeping in the house. I literally, at a certain point... Replaced the batteries in every one of my oh, smoke God. detectors, <laughs> and then it turned out to be something that never beeps. That's hardwired. What is it? What was it? The, it was the, uh, the the carbon monoxide one of the detectors. Uh, oh. yeah. So, uh-huh. but that never goes off. I wasn't even considering that. Well, so is there carbon monoxide? No, it was just the, with the battery. The battery. Okay. There's the backup a backup battery, but it's hardwired. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's happened to me before, and I'm like, oh, there's a bomb, and it's going to go off, <laughs> and I can't find it. So even the the hardwired ones. Yeah, I remember one time in, in our old house. This could be a conversation. Conversation yeah. for later on, but uh, I had to. The thing was beeping; it wouldn't stop beeping. <laughs> I replaced batteries; still wouldn't stop beeping, and it was wired. Yes, into so so they're all connected. They're connected. The house, and I just cut the wire, did dude. You know, I did, you yes, did. I did, and wow. I destroyed the whole system, dude. You was, have if you, it, it, I had it, to get some sleep. It always happens at the worst time. Yeah. In my yeah. case, one a.m. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, wandering around trying to fix it. I took the battery out, took the unit, and I walked it out to the garage. I did this. This was my thing last summer. It, it was the week after I the ceiling fan debacle. I had a <laughs> smoke detector. 
As it turns out, it was a carbon monoxide detector debacle. And you don't even I think about that. Seven. No, you yeah. don't. But. So that happened at like 1.30 <laughs> in the yeah, morning yeah. to Steve. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, we get up a little early, so it's that kind of day. All yeah. right, well, hang in there, ma'am. We've got a few things taking place. We're going to give away our Word of the Week prize. It's full-on setup at WrestleMania, so don't miss out on that opportunity. We also have comedian Bo Johnson, who's going to be here. He's performing at Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow, so Bo's going to be stopping in around 9 o'clock. And then we have uh, if we have prizes to give away, we're giving away. Whatever we got left to give away, yeah. we're giving away. I know we have Connoisseur coming up, so I've uh, sent right. over some clips oh, of Marissa. Good. So we will do that, and we have ample opportunity for you to win some goodies this morning. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. I got a stack of entertainment stories that I will share with you when we turn on what is going to be turning out to be a beautiful Friday morning. We'll be right back. Hang out. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I was just just searching for a stupid question. This one's kind of fun, and I never really thought about this. It's from the world of pop music uh, from the 1980s and 1990s. Both Roxette and Sheena Easton had a hit with a song called what? Hmm. They weren't the same song. They just had the same title, (laughs) sort of. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if I know the answer to that. Both Roxette... From uh, Sweden, if you remember yes. that band. And Sheena Easton had a hit. Scotland. With a song called What? She was from Scotland. You're right. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. All right. Birthdays today. It's voluminous, the list. Yeah. On the 18th day of August. We'll start with Miss Rosalind Carter. Mrs. Rosalind Carter, I should say. <clears throat> former First Lady. Wife of former President Jimmy Carter. She's 96 years old. I mean, how long have they been... You know, yeah, a couple, yeah, for a long, long time. They may have been like high school sweethearts or something like. I mean, that. it just seems like forever. Yeah, so ninety six years old today. <laughs> it still cracks me up, and I was—I think I was showing it to you the other day, Nick. That bizarre picture. It was just the camera angle, but it was oh, uh, them and the Obamas. Oh, the but the, maybe it was the, the Bidens or the Obamas. Either or, yeah. they're sitting next to them, and the angle made them look like they were hand puppets. I mean, do you remember this picture? Made the Carters look the like Carters. they're Carters? No. Because they, oh my I'd God, it's it. hilarious. There you go. Oh right, my yeah, gosh. Steve, yeah. It was a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my they God. They look like ventriloquist yeah. dummies. You're right. Yeah. Hilarious. 
That's funny. Uh, <laughs> so we also have Dennis Leary celebrating a birthday today. Uh, he turns 66 years old. I remember when he hit the scene as a stand-up comedian. He yes. Was, uh, he was very unique. He had his own style, and everybody yeah. was, um, you know, all enamored of An him. MTV child. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and remember the big thing, one of the first things he capitalized on was his adoration of Cindy Crawford, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. I remember we went and saw him, and uh, it was the... uh, Lenny Clark. uh, Lenny Clark. It was at the Rescue Me Tour. Yeah. And we were all in the the dressing room. I went and used the bathroom, and when I left, you guys were all gone, and it was just me and Dennis Leary. I'm like, so, uh, how you doing? Hey. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go. You should probably go now. Yeah. He's 66. Uh, The great Martin Mall. Ah. Comedian and an actor, of course, uh, turns 80 years old today. And he is, uh, is he from SCTV? So he was, uh, there was Fernwood Tonight, which was an offshoot, a sequel of Mary Hartman. Okay. And uh, him and, he and Fred Willard played basically Carson and uh, and McMahon. I remember him from, uh, there's a there's a clip from uh, the movie Mr. Mom because he plays the jerk boss in that <laughs> right, yeah. where uh, he comes home and uh, Michael Keaton's character is like, you want a beer? He's like, 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> and he goes, scotch. Scotch? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, he's 80. Uh, Ed Norton. Edward Norton. Great actor. Do I give him one of these? Uh, what's that? Yeah, he's a yeah, Marvel guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. He was the Hulk. I tell you, uh, yeah. that that Hulk movie of his was not bad. Yeah, I agree. Well, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Uh, you want to see a movie that'll blow you away? American History X. Holy God, it's incredible. So funny. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's, it's it is it is intense. an amazingly intense yeah. but important movie. Yep, Fight Club, Red Dragon, bunch of great stuff from him. He's fifty four. Uh, Roman Polanski. Talk about some great movies. Uh, Rosemary's Baby, Chinatown, uh, Chinatown, mm-hmm. it, and it's. Again, you're conflicted because, you know, he had, listen, he had trauma in his past, but he also inflicted trauma on, Mm -hmm. uh, that's his history. But Chinatown is one of the greatest movies ever made. It's a masterpiece. And he got an Oscar for the Piani Player. The Piani Player. Yeah. You're a good Piani Player. (laughs) He's 90. Uh, Robert Redford. Another one, yes. He was great in the the, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I love that they went against type. Yes. that, That they made him the villain because yep. he's always playing the good guy. There's a, a guilty pleasure uh, of mine that he's in. Um, oh, what's it called? The Last Castle? Or yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, um, in the prison, the military prison. Yep. Gandolfini's yeah. in it. Gandolfini's yeah, Gandolfini. Yeah. And so is um, uh, Hulk. Uh, Edward other, Norton. No, the other Hulk. I know. It, uh, it Luf- no. Ruffalo. No. Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Luf- Thank Rigno? you. Name your favorite Hulk. Luf Rigno's in the piano player. So, Robert Redford. Oh, we should do name your favorite Hulks. <laughs> Robert Redford is eighty-seven. Uh, Christian Slater celebrates a birthday. Another as good well. one. Yeah, I wonder if he has a sister. Do you have a sister, Christian? <laughs> we found out that Helen Slater is not his sister. Uh, no, you are correct about that. But did we find out if they were related at all? No, I don't think they're related okay. at all. Uh, it's funny. My youngest uh, discovered uh, Heather's. Oh. And was enamored with that movie. I'm like, wow, really? That's a it's, messed it's up a weird movie. movie. Is it because of the musical that came out? No, just okay. uh, just the, the the movie is trippy. So uh, in that movie, he was that was the first time he was labeled as the heir apparent to Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he had a very yeah. very much a Jack delivery in that movie. Uh, he is 54. Uh, hey. It's Malcolm Jamal Warner's oh! birthday. Theo! Yes. Theo! <laughs> Where are you? It's Theo's birthday today. Theo! 
I always liked his, their so did, yeah, their but, relationship on the on the show, Kaz and him. I it, thought they, it, they bounced off each other well, and it rang true. A lot of the stuff they would have going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is fifty three years old today. Francis Bean Cobain, uh, daughter of Courtney and Kurt, uh, is thirty one today. Good singer, Francis. is she? Yeah, okay, good uh, singer. We also have Bob Woodruff, who was the uh, journalist uh, wounded in Iraq. Yes. Yeah, a, a head injury. It was, Horrible injury. Uh, almost killed him. Uh, he is uh, 62 years old today. Uh, Andy Samberg, who's been in this very studio before, uh, is celebrating his 45th birthday. <laughs> Love today. that guy. Yeah. Those Lonely Island guys did yeah. a series of IDs for us that cracked me up every single time. I wonder if we have them anymore. Uh, we probably lost them in the great yeah. hard drive collapse. They created them yes. for us, <laughs> and it was, we were just, had no idea. They were, they actually, I can't believe they took the time to do that. One of them's tall. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was and so uh, that, they were promoting Pop Star Never Stop. Yes. Never, never stopping. Stop. Yeah. And, it, and which is, by the way, has become one of my <laughs> guilty, not guilty pleasures. It, 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 to me, it exists like yeah. in MacGruber territory. It's I love a great it. movie. And by the way, those guys are part of the MacGruber legend, too. They, they've yes. written on those films. All right, and then we have uh, the final birthday today. Save the best for last. The lovely, the talented, our friend, Caitlin Olsen. Celebrates her 45th birthday today. Been a while since we've seen her in person, but... um I was hoping she was going to be in for the uh, the Wrexham uh, yeah. game. She was here for the core event last year at yep. the Constitution Center. So we oh, that's to, right. Got, she, well, they were both there. Yeah, and they both gave really impassioned yeah. uh, speeches, and, and Rob got pretty choked up, and it was neat. And, and But they're mm. just uh, wonderful people. I'm both. wrong. She's 48. Okay. 40? Uh, wow, she's yeah. 48. Andy Sandberg is 45, and his name is right below hers. Caitlin uh, also is 48 oh. years old today. She looks great. Amazing. Yeah. Terrific. Amazing. So happy birthday, Caitlin. <laughs> but she's not afraid to not look amazing, which makes her so good. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. All right. We'll see if you do indeed know the answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, both the band Roxette and the singer Sheena Easton had a hit with the same titled song. Different song, same title. 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we will go to Jimmy, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, good morning. Good morning, buddy. All right, what is the title of the song, please? Uh, You Got the Look. You Got the Look. Oh! I remember her version. Her version was, You Got Got the the Look. look. You Got the Look. Shown up to be cooking in my book. But Roxette was, you got the look. You've got the look. Yeah, it was, yeah. um. You got the look. You got the look. Yeah. You got the look. Yeah. Yeah. Got the look. Oh, no, wait. Now we're singing Def Leppard. Uh, yeah. Video vamp. You got the look. You got the look. You got the look. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Well, Jimmy got it right. Right. Who's Jimmy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we're going to set him up with four pack of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, August 19th through August 29th in Mannheim, PA. And you can get, or through October 29th. Roxanne's playing there. You can get uh, ready for living the excitement and the adventure of Jousting Nights and Royal Delights. You can buy advanced tickets at parenfair.com. You're hanging with Preston and Steve, the two wildest DJs in Philadelphia. <laughs> I love that. Wait a minute. And then they, they progressively yeah. change. Yeah. Hang on, here's the next And then there was Preston and Steve, the two tannest DJs in Philadelphia. Yeah, tannest DJs. And then uh, 
All right, there's two more. Preston, the coolest DJ in Philadelphia. And Steve. <laughs> and then one more. You're hanging with Preston. And Steve, the most charming and promiscuous man in Philadelphia. Guard your women. He's known to mix Viagra and cocaine. But don't worry, ladies. He's got a defibrillator in his backpack. Love it. God. <laughs> Thank you, Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island fellas. Happy birthday. Um, all right, let's uh, get in some of the entertainment stories. We're going to start with uh, Jamie Foxx. He provided fans with a health update on Wednesday following the, of course, undisclosed medical complication that left him hospitalized in April and recovering for months afterwards. He shared a photo of himself leaning on a wall wearing a knitted hat and sunglasses and holding a pair of red Crocs. He said, you're looking at a man who is thankful, finally starting to feel like myself. It's been an unexpected dark journey, but I can see the light, he wrote. Uh, celebrities took to the comment section to share their support. Jeremy Renner, of course, who suffered his own near-death experience at the beginning of the year, commented bless you, my friend, with a couple of red heart emojis, and Megan Good wrote Love you, my brother, alongside prayer hands emoji. So uh, it's amazing. We still don't know. Uh, yeah, we do. We do not know. There, there are some conjecturing going on. There is some conjecturing going on that it had to do something with a mild stroke, but yeah. whatever. He he sounds good. He's making the rounds. He looks good. So this is great. Yeah. Well, that was the original report was stroke, yeah. right? It, he was in a center that was known for treating stroke patients. I would assume that's yeah. what it was still. But, you know, we have to wait for official word from him. And maybe he, and he does. Know. He's not compelled to tell yeah. anyone if he doesn't want to. Yep. Pamela Anderson is embracing the freedom that comes from not wearing makeup. Ah, me too. The Baywatch star explained her decision to take a more natural route in an interview with Elle. Oh, oh geez. You're, oh you're my beautiful. God, put a, you're beautiful. Put, put, put some on. <laughs> uh, it was published on Thursday. Uh, speaking about her makeup artist, Alexis Vogel, who died in 2019 due to breast cancer, she said she was the best. And since then, I just felt without Alexis, it's just better for me to not wear makeup. Uh, she added that. That she finds it freeing and fun and a little rebellious too. Did you watch their doc- her documentary? No, it was a collection of videos that she actually had, um, you know, acquired over the years from all the way back in Canada, and it was actually really well done. She said, "I think we all start looking a little funny when we get older, and I'm kind of laughing at myself when I look in the mirror. I go, wow, this is really what's happening to me.' <laughs> and uh, it's a journey," she said. And uh, but she's happy uh, being on natural. She's clappy. Yeah, she's glad. <laughs> Clap your hands. Um, Paul Mescal, uh, the actor, uh, wants to maintain some sil- uh, sliver of privacy despite being in the public eye. Who so is he? Le- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's we're, in, we're, we're able to leave him alone. We don't I, know who he is. I looked him up. He looks vaguely familiar to me. He was in. He's going to be in Gladiator Two. Okay, I think he's the star of the Electric film. Boogaloo. I'm not sure, but he told Harper's Bazaar in an interview that he feels angry with fans' entitlement when it comes to his personal life. Shut up. He said, "If I'm going to make TV shows like normal people, uh, there's going to be an appetite from the world." Wait, what? Uh, I don't know. Make uh, TV shows like normal people? The, the, the show is called Normal, normal People. people. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, normal people don't make TV yeah, shows. Yeah, no. understand the context there. Sorry. It's it's in italics <laughs> Quotes, where I'm reading Normal this. people. Normal people. <laughs> um, so, normal people don't. He said 80% of that is palatable, and then 20% of it is devastating. Uh, he, what the hell are you talking about? He was in a high-profile relationship with singer-songwriter Phoebe Bridgers. Okay. Oh, nice. And told the Hollywood Reporter in February <clears throat> that their breakup was too difficult to talk about. 
Uh, he said, the stuff that hurts is the personal stuff. It's nobody else's business and should never be commented on because it's indecent and it's unkind. All right. So he, I, I don't necessarily think he's got a ton of credits that uh, merit this kind of reaction. Well, but. But he's got, he's got eight upcoming projects. All right. So, like, his last credit is a movie that came out in 2022 called Carmen. Uh, and I'm just I going. Don't, I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> and then going through his his credits, like, I don't know what the freak normal people is, but he was in 12 episodes of that. But it also says the lost daughter actor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who is. this freak that is, but he he does have some things coming up okay. that uh, you know perhaps will. Oh, normal. Pe- I watch normal people. Oh, you do. Did you yes. like? It? it was very good. Was he good? Yes. Are you prepared to leave him alone? Uh, I, I I am prepared to leave okay. him now, alone. Now, do you watch normal people the show, or do you just go places and watch normal, normal people. people? Listen, that is very that's entertaining. That's entertaining. Just isn't watching it? normal people, but I did watch the show Normal People. <laughs> you know what I do like to? Do? So I'm going to the airport today. People watch. People watch. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I absolutely I love, love yeah. to. I, I I try to make up a little. Yeah, yeah. Scenario of who's doing what, where they're going, especially at the airport. Yeah, that's, try to figure out their story. All of humanity at the yeah. airport. Yeah. But uh, be in, so in Gladiator Two, he is the fourth person build. It looks like so it goes Denzel, Pedro oh. Pascal, Connie Nielsen, and then he's Lonnie. Paul. He's Lonnie. Lonnie. <laughs> Jug uh, Dash Lonnie. Yeah. This is a Marcus Aurelius. This is Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he concluded by saying, honest answer, it makes me angry. It's the entitlement to the information that people expect that just Jesus, shut up. drives me effing mad. So it's getting into his personal life. He's pro- though, in his defense, he was probably, he was asked this question during an interview. Sure. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. So, so lay off him. Uh, you mentioned Denzel. In a recent interview with Entertainment Weekly, Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning talked about working together on The Equalizer 3 for the first time since 2004's Man on Fire. Does anybody remember Man on I Fire? I do, yeah. What was yeah. That he, about? he was protecting her. The, okay. Dakota Fanning? Is that yeah, what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Denzel? Yeah, that's, that was a good movie. It was okay. really tense. All right. And their He's dynamic. On fire. <laughs> their dynamic was terrific. It was, it was uh, sort of a diehard meets um, a Taken. Okay, yeah, with a little bit of Hulk. So Washington revealed <laughs> that the pair have stayed in touch. Vic- All right, okay, I'm turning green. <laughs> vicariously since then. Uh, Fanning, who went to New York University with one of the Training Day actors' daughters, said, I've obviously you know, known Denzel for a big part of my life, and one of his daughters is one of my closest friends, so I'm always in the loop. You know what? Denzel is... Great in just about everything. Even Eminem. that movie that he was in with Russell Crowe, where Russell Crowe was sort of a uh, in the computer. Do you remember this movie? No. I, uh, he Russell Crowe is sort of a um, it's almost like Lawnmower Man. He's okay. This guy is created and he's um, he becomes self aware and he's able to move through computers and do all this stuff. And it's a preposterous concept, but Denzel somehow makes it work. He's amazing. Yeah, he's, he's pretty much incredible in everything. How happy or excited are you for Equalizer Three, dude? So stoked! Love that I, series. That, that character is fantastic. All right, so here is the strangest story from the Entertainment Report that we've had in quite a while. Uh, An actress named Crystal Finn. All right, so she was in the fourth season of Succession. I looked her up. She was only in one episode. She played a character called Lauren Pawson. I haven't gotten to that part of the... I'm in the fourth season now. All right. So anyhow, she told the San Francisco Chronicle recently that she was attacked by otters <laughs> while visiting uh, Plumas National Forest in Northern California last month. And she's not the only one. Otters have attacked people before. I think this is the first celebrity to be attacked okay. by otters. Marlon Brando. Or actors. She said... <laughs> 
She said, I felt something on my backside and on my leg, and I started looking around and yelling out that the otters and, and, and the otters popped up right in front of me. <laughs> That's right. And then they dove down and started going at me again, and I could see the bites on my legs and knew that I had been bitten on my butt, and she said that one was the worst, but I couldn't see it, and she said the bites really hurt. But they have, they have sharp they teeth. They do. And yeah. they have big mm. teeth. Uh, so, yeah, she got, uh, she got attacked. She got ottered. She got ottered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Black China spoke with Entertainment Tonight recently about how she navigates co-parenting with her exes, Rob Kardashian and Tyga. She said, I feel like with everything, time heals everything and people change and situations change. And you get to see the situation for what it is. And the situation is Dream. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's beautiful because that's their daughter, Dream. Yep. Uh, she was referring to, their, uh, to her history with the Kardashian, and she said, and also to let's not leave out King, and also co-parenting with Tyga, too, whose his name is Michael, uh, with King. So I feel like as long as my kids are good and happy on both sides, that's all I care about. As her third child's name, Normal People. Normal People. <laughs> uh, Deadline reports that the docu-series called Encounters, which is produced in part by Steven Spielberg's uh, Amblin Television, is set to stream on Netflix. Is this an alien thing? Yep. On September 27th, each episode features a first-person account of a close encounter with extraterrestrials. Gosh, they're in the canoe. It's going to be a lot of that, I guess. Yeah, according yeah. to the outlet. It's all like a glow over the, the bushes over there. This includes strange lights in the sky over a small town in Texas. Stand still. I'm going to put my finger in your butt. <laughs> no. It's what we do. <laughs> Is it like scientific in nature? No, it's oh, okay. for laughs. <laughs> it's like we call it moron finger puppet. <laughs> all these years we yeah. thought they were doing some scientific. sort of medical thing. Yeah, yeah. but you know, all the, so many of those early stories involve some sort of rectal exam. Yeah, sure, uh, there is a listener of our show, uh, somebody that we do know that mm. I'm fairly certain. Uh, Claims to have been abducted by aliens. Abducted. Abducted. Now, you're, right. you're fairly certain they've claimed I, to be abducted, or is this from years ago? No, but here. Because I know another one. Uh, at the very, very least, he had a very close encounter okay. w- without an abduction, but I'm fairly certain that it was not just a like a, a sighting, but, but he was. How you doing? Yeah. No, we know, was... we all know this person, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, this in fact, write down and, the name. He and his wife met, I believe, at a painfully single mixer. Huh. So there was another uh, one that we knew. Remember yeah. who had, uh, had had supposedly had nasal surgery. Oh yes, that was like a regular occurrence, though, right? To survive yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the they they put you in liquid when the, they like in uh, Mission to Mars. Yeah, uh, I just don't want. I'm going to hold up a name, but I don't want the name yeah, to yeah. show up on. I don't know who this person is. By YouTube the way. feed. I'm sure I do, but I don't uh, know that name. So that's um, the name. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah, listen, you know that person. I am. No, it's not who I thought it was. Okay. But anyway, uh, they also not only uh, lights in the sky over small town Texas, but submersible spacecrafts uh, haunting a coastal Welsh village, an alien encounter with school children in Zimbabwe, and non-human intelligence reportedly interfering with a nuclear power plant in Japan. So it's all around the world. 
We're going to be on after Vanderpump. (laughs) So this is coming out on September 27th if you're into that type of thing. Uh, David Harbour appeared on Thursday's episode of the Happy Sad Confused podcast and teased Stranger Things fans about the series ending. He said, I'm excited to go back. I'm excited to wrap it up in a bold, amazing way. They can't be anywhere near. uh, They haven't even started filming yet, right? No. He said about the final season of the hit show, he said, as for how the show officially wraps, he said, I know what it is. I know where we net out, and it's very, very moving. He said, that is the term that I will use. Well, I love that. It it needs to be, because it's been moving from the beginning. And uh, last season, that whole Russian prison sequence with him alone could have been a a series. It was... Excellent. Tremendous. Was last season the one where it was broken up and then the last two episodes were each, each like an hour yes. and a half long? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like they, an hour, they, they were like two yes. feature-length movies. Right, yes. right, right. It, right. it is one amazing show. There's nothing I don't like about it. Uh, Kendall Jenner spoke with Harper's Bazaar in an interview that was published earlier this week about how she navigates relationships amid her ongoing romance with Bad Bunny. I've been curious about how her and Bad Bunny are getting on. She said, I love really hard. And I love without apology. I love lamp. Uh, and she told the outlet, I don't like goodbyes, and I will fight to not have to say goodbye. I love circus peanuts. And yeah. she added, I don't give up on anything. Some people aren't willing to meet me at that level, huh. but that's okay. I'd rather do that than shut myself off to something and not give it a proper chance. Shut the f- uh, Jenner and the singer have uh, been linked since February of this year. So, uh, well, it's, is this one of the longer relationships she's been in? Non NBA, yeah, right? out, of, out of basketball, yeah. yeah, and Ben Simmons, yeah. Um, Kiki Palmer. It, Kiki. It appears that uh, she and uh, Darius Jackson are going their separate ways after Jackson publicly shamed Palmer Shame. for what she wore to an Usher concert Ooh. in Las Vegas last month. What? Uh, he wrote on Twitter at the time, "Is it's the outfit, though. You a mom. Okay. Uh, before, oh, okay. before deleting his account Ooh, due to a swift mom. backlash. You a mom. Shame. The <laughs> Shame. She am a mom. The Nope actress Shame. has since teamed up with Usher on a new song titled Boyfriend. And a source told mm. people that Jackson has, quote, moved on. I'll tell you this again. I say it and I say it proudly. I think Kiki Palmer is very talented. Um, and the, she's only she's wearing like this is this outfit is what's trending like th- yeah, this is what everyone's wearing. It's just a sheer is is very in and they're yeah. wearing like basically bathing suits or underwear and bra and then putting a sheer dress over it. Wait a right. second though, Kathy, she a mom? She yeah, a mom. she is a mom, and I get it, but she's just trying to be. And there's fashionable. also uh, I've also noticed a lot of people wearing sheer and nothing underneath. Yeah, well, on yeah. top yeah. as well. Where go. So it's Bill was wearing something yesterday. Bill, right? Can you imagine Bill walking in <laughs> and see my sack in a sheer. <laughs> In a sheer outfit. When I was in Montauk, there was this woman uh, who had little perky boobs, and yeah. she had this top on, and there was just, there was nothing underneath it, and our nipples were just bulging just out, and nipping. I was like, oh, wow, I was like, you you look great. Yeah. You get pictures? <laughs> so bold. So I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. you As I'm kiss walking me? by with my 11-year-old, I'm like, oh, look at You want to kiss me? He loved it. Uh, so anyhow, who the the nips, mom? Yeah, who's Darius Jackson? Who is this a hole? I don't know. Okay, I have no idea. Um, so the pair welcomed a baby boy named uh, Liatus Andrelton Jackson, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, <laughs> and Lonnie. Lonnie. <laughs> uh, together in February of this year. 
Well, I think that's what the outfit we saw wasn't uh, that horrible. No, no, I don't think so. Not that bad. All right, and then finally, one last story. Uh, Entertainment Weekly reports that the trailer for She Came to Me, starring Anne Hathaway and Peter Dinklage, uh, was released yesterday. Uh, it's an interesting scenario. Dinklage plays an opera composer living in New York City with his therapist wife, played by Hathaway. And while searching for inspiration for his latest opera, the Game of Thrones star's character ends up cheating on Hathaway's Patricia with Marissa Tomei's what? Katrina, who is a tugboat captain. Oh, wow. Same old story. <laughs> yeah. It sounds interesting. Uh, the movie is set <laughs> to hit theaters on September 29th, by the way. So I don't know how this is going to play out, but it's got a, a, a unique um, scenario to so it. So he was obviously, you loved him in Game of Thrones. Oh, it's phenomenal. The word is, though, he can be kind of uh, cantankerous. Yeah, right? that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some interviews of him being kind of... A little dickish, which is too bad. <laughs> a little dickish. A little dickish. All right. It's a rapper from Philly. Yeah. yeah. Little dicky. It's now a little dickish. <laughs> All right. It's Friday. Yeah. New movies. Opening today, action adventure, and it stars Zolo Maraduena, uh, Adriana Baraz, and Damian Alcazar. Uh, it is uh, the plot is recent college grad Jamie Reyes returns home full of aspirations for his future, only to find that the home is not quite as he left it. As he searches to find his purpose in the world, fate intervenes when Jamie unexpectedly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of alien biotechnology. It's called the Scarab, and when the Scarab suddenly chooses Jamie to be its symbolic host, uh, symbiotic host, he is bestowed with an incredible suit of armor capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero Blue Beetle. Uh, Two hours and seven minutes long. Uh, rated PG-13, wide re- theater release, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 79%. Which is decent. Yeah. I'd read a re- review that said it's, uh, it's your generic superhero movie. By yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Uh, though, Preston, uh, this guy is from uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Solo, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so that opens today, as well as uh, Strays. Uh, it's a comedy starring Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, and Will Forte. Uh, they say a dog is, is a man's best friend, but what if the man is is a total dirtbag. In that case, it might be time for some sweet revenge, doggy style. When Reggie, a naive, relentlessly optimistic border terrier, is abandoned on the mean streets by his low-life owner, Doug, Reggie is certain, his, his owner, Doug, I'm sorry, Reggie is certain that his beloved owner would never leave him on purpose. But once Reggie falls in love with a fast-talking, foul-mouthed Boston terrier named Bug, a stray who loves his freedom and believes that uh, the owners are for suckers, <laughs> Reggie finally realizes that he was in a toxic relationship and begins to see Doug for the heartless sleazeball that he is. Okay. Uh, it's an hour and 33 minutes long. Rated our wide theater release and gives it a 54% at Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. I think it looks pretty good. I, I read some reviews that said it was really hard 
heartwarming, believe it or not. All right. Nick, yeah. you were going to comment on the Blue Beetle? What yeah, so it? James Gunn, who I love, uh, tweeted the other day um, a poster of, or not a poster, uh, um, this thing at the Philadelphia Art Museum. It was a, um, uh, they took all the steps from the Art Museum and they made it a giant poster, a giant billboard for Blue uh. Beetle. Uh, it looked kind of interesting. And then yesterday I read a decent amount of pushback that people said it was kind of cheap and tawdry and it made the Art Museum look like um, It's for sale? Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a billboard on the side of 95. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. To me, it was sort of a, a temporary thing that it looked cool for a bit and is advertising a movie, but I understood their point. It's like the time we used the Liberty Bell for Bell of Farts. Oh, well, yeah. No, no. Like that when, uh, when the... Major League Baseball put the spider bases out. Oh, oh, that's right. Everybody was like, oh, leave the bases alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. And they just try to cram, cram advertising in any place yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and uh, that... Oh, we have clips. Oh, sorry. Oh! Yeah. We got clips. Sorry about that. All right, let's roll through these. Blue Beetle is the first superhero film to feature a Latino actor in the lead role. And in this clip, Zolo Marjuena uh, talks about what he hopes the movie will mean to audiences. Here we go. What I hope people gather from the movie is the importance of family and also the importance of remaining positive. Even in my own life, I don't think I was as positive or as uplifting or, or optimistic as Jaime is. And, and I hope that that resonates with other people because it benefited my life and I and I hope that it can do that to others. I'm happy this kid's getting a, a leading role. Uh, he's great in Cobra Kai. The one bitch is they can't go out and promote the movie. Like yeah. they, they can't go do any press because right. of the strike. Yep, Blue Beetle is in theaters now. Here's the next clip. We know that Strays will be great because Will Ferrell consulted his biggest critics before making it, and that would be his kids. And here, Will recalls pitching them the idea. I said, what do you... What do you guys think about it? You know, it's it's like a talking dog movie, and it's seemingly super sweet, but it's basically R-rated, and the whole goal of it is for me to find my owner and bite his dick off. <laughs> they were like, you have to make that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as we mentioned, Stray's hit theaters, uh, hits theaters today. That is funny. Yeah. And there you go. That's what I have in uh, the entertainment report for you this morning. Alright, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We will let Friday commence as uh, we do no sad bro. No right? sad no bro. No sad bro period from here on out. We'll come back in just a moment tell you what's coming up today. Stay with us. It's another MMR concert event. Greta Van Fleet. The Star Catcher World Tour. September 19th at Wells Fargo Center. Listen all this weekend to hear all the best songs from Greta Van Fleet and plenty of chances to score free tickets. Plus, next week, guess Preston and Steve's word of the week correctly, and you'll win a pair of floor tickets, backstage passes, plus a guitar signed by the band. Text Greta, G-R-E-T-A, to 39333 for a link to all the details. Greta Van Fleet, presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'm going to do my best to, to clean out some charts here real quick, if you guys don't mind. I have a few that are backing up. Uh, this is from uh, Dave Pope. 
He said, I want to request a shout out for the best little sister in the world, Amy Beaver. Yes, her married name is actually Beaver. She always requests a shout out for my birthday in September, and I always miss requesting a shout out for her mm. birthday in May. So I'm running on Pierre's standard time and beating her to the punch for my birthday. Uh, but she is the best little sister because while I was doing professional development with the North Carolina Aquarium in Costa Rica this summer, she was following us on Instagram the entire way, asking questions and leading the way for the public to engage with us in our, in our adventure. But our family as a whole has had a difficult year, and her has been compounded with the loss of several pets within a short period of time, uh-huh. but she made it out with the that made it out to the blood live drive that she does every year. So I'm requesting a shark. Thank you, Mr. Devereaux, and that is from David. And this is for his little sister, Amy Beaver. There's a shout out to her, nice Beaver. And then another quick one. It says, uh, "I need a shout out for my husband, Dave, one of the hardest working people I know. Uh, away traveling two or more weeks out of the month for work, working on his masters, doing house projects. I'm not able to, and being the best father to our three year old daughter whom uh, absolutely adores him. Uh, he's a dedicated listener to the show, and he's unable to listen live, so he listens to the podcast. Unfortunately, with travel, he gets behind and is a few months behind few at this months. point. Our 10-year anniversary is October 19th, so if you can get it out whenever you remember, and paired with his delayed listening, <laughs> the timing might even itself out. So that is from uh, Caitlin Werner, KDW, uh, for her husband, Dave. So happy anniversary in October. Nice. And then one last one. Um... No, not that one. Not uh, that one? That one's really involved. Okay. All right, let me do a... Send short request, by the way. Um, oh, this is a... Uh, uh, this is from yesterday, actually. I got an email that says, Hey, my name is Ken. I run the Little Oli Tavern. Oh! It's a yes. family-owned bar for 34 years, and we're celebrating Rory Cheddarwiz Ehrlich <laughs> on his mullet championship this Monday night, August 21st at 7 p.m. Rory is coming out of the tavern with some wings and a ring toss game. Now, he confided in me with a surprise. I'm not going to reveal oh. that. Uh, but let's just say it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. That's awesome. Uh, so there's a surprise that's going to be happening. So this is uh, from Kem, uh, Ken uh, Dominic uh, who runs the uh, the bar, uh, the Little Oli Tavern. So that's on Monday night at 7 o'clock if you want to come out and meet Cheddar Wiz and have a celebration. But there's a little special thing. Oh, I'll, I like I'll, that. I'll tell you yeah. guys off air what's uh, what's going to be happening. Rory is uh, living it's the dream right now. He was really at the, cool. uh, the Collegeville um, Italian Bakery yesterday. Ah. Where they put up those marquees all the time. Yeah. And he, he got to make uh, pizzas and, and he just like, the kid is, I'm so happy for him. I'm happy for his family and uh, uh-huh. he's just having a great time. Excellent. Alright. Um, so Listen, I, I would like to expand a little bit on uh, Steve's adventure this morning because oh, you know this slash. is last night. Yeah, this is everyone goes to this at some Hell point. Yes, man. And so I'll take it from the beginning. Yes, one o'clock in the morning, one fifteen in the morning. You know, I'm there. I um. Oh no. The chirp. The chirp. Yeah. And in our house, I think in, in most houses, the nature, the frequency of that chirp has a ricocheting effect. Yes. So isolating. You can't where, find it. And you have multiple yeah. smoke detectors uh-huh. that uh, but the batteries need to be replaced. <laughs> uh, and so... Yep. And I have my I have my my kit ready to go. I have my battery caddy, a case that has all my AA batteries ready to go, and I have my uh kitchen ladder ready to go and I I run and gun. My whole idea is don't let it wake up Claire, you know, see if I can uh, yeah. nip it in the bud. And so I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the good husband. I'm going to run out and just replace it. I'm pretty good with finding it. I my my ability to hear and locate echo locate is good. Go to the first place. I'm sure it is. It's got to be this, and I replace it. Yep. Again. 
Come on. And I'm like, holy Christ. All right. All right. So hang on. You you stay on the second floor. No, I went down to... Well, I, no, 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 no. Yeah. The, you sleep on the second floor. She has the third floor. She has the third floor. It's all hardwood. All so hardwood. It just echoes all over the place. Right. The first one you change is where? Bottom of the steps, living room. Okay. At the bottom of the steps. Right by so the front first, door. First that's, that's where I'm hearing it. Okay. okay. So I go down, replace it, put it back up. And I'm like, oh, all right. Okay, maybe I'm off my game. Maybe this, not my night. You know, they say, yeah, okay, okay, uh, coach, it's not my night. All right, I'll go to the upstairs, upper stairs. It has to be in the same area. Upstairs, second floor. Okay, take, and now the thing is, as you're taking out the batteries with these things, with the, with the smoke detectors, there's six double A's. And you can still have two double A's in there, uh-huh. and it'll still beep sure. because it's retaining a charge mm-hmm. regardless. So it gets it down low, and that's how it works. So the only way to know that it's the one is you take out all the batteries, give it a second or two, and it won't beep. So like, okay, I replaced the batteries in that one. Brand, I, by the way, I just replenished my battery caddy with a whole bunch of uh, AA batteries. So, okay, got it. And so I'm putting the, uh, the the ladder away and the whole thing, and I'm going to my bedroom. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. And so uh, they then up to the top of the steps, Claire's, you know. Uh, uh, on the unit, third floor? But it's so clearly not there on the third floor. And I'm, and I'm hearing again where I thought I was before. So I, I'm literally going around and I'm unplugging and I'm t- keeping the batteries out of them as, yes. as I'm doing it. You right? have to do that, right? You have mm-hmm. to do that. Nick, at one point, I took one with the batteries into with it into the closet <laughs> and listen. closed the door and put it to my ear. And like, am I so out of it this morning <laughs> that I can't? So I'm, in, I'm literally in the clothes closet, in the coat closet on the main floor, holding up the smoke detector to my ear. <laughs> what is your mood at this point? Furious. Okay. Seething furious. Hey, you know know what I find, what helps me personally, or at least I think does, is if when you're trying to locate where it is and you're waiting in between those beats, and and I'm standing up right now, is to slightly crouch down. You have to crouch. Hands out. Crouch down with your hands out like this. So you can move. Like you're you're starting a fight circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I was doing that. That helps. And then also, hands up, and then you're darting your eyes back because you can actually see the sound. Yeah. Yeah. And so I go down to the basement. We have them on every floor. Eventually, I just said, um, I, I had to. I woke up. Claire was waking up because she was hearing me darting all over the house. And so we're both on a mission going around. And she's saying, I don't know. I think it's here. I, said, I can't, it can't be here. I just replaced the damn batteries. And then, so all of our um, smoke detectors are battery-less. Uh, they've all been pulled out. Yeah, and, and so it ends up being the hardwired carbon monoxide detector, which is located where at this right next to the first smoke detector oh, that I changed the batteries. And the fact on. that like they are because my smoke detectors are uh, nine volt batteries. Yeah, so me at least too. it's just one. You know, like so, the fact that you have to do six at a time. Six double A's. <laughs> it's it's the rings. It's a or ne- nest system, and it's great. It actually is very good. The one thing I said with all of these effing things is why can't they put a little light just a little light that lights up when it chirps here i have a question why can't they power it 
with AC power, so it never, so you never yeah. need a battery ever. So you think that'd be great, right? You but know? the carbon monoxide is hardwired; it's powered. But what's it hardwired to? I mean, what if it, you shouldn't require a battery of any sort, right? So, if so, it's got power coming to right? it, right? So it's got power coming to it, but it has a backup. I assume the idea is if you have a power failure. By the way, I have a generator, so I don't need it. But anyway, the nine volt battery. Is For some backup? reason, I took the battery out of it. I took it off the ceiling. I literally, Nick, I walked it out into the backyard. Of course. They're waving the house like, all right, it's quiet out here. Give me what you got. And at that point, it, beep, oh. uh, so it was the battery, the nine volt battery and the carbon monoxide uh, detector. And I, I mean, every smoke detector in the house was on the floor with the batteries out. Mm-hmm. And now we're looking at about 2, 15, 2, 20 in the morning. At any point in time did the phrase where's that effing sound come was, from? I was thinking of you all the head. time. Yeah. Yeah, the whole damn thing. Because that's what where's I Where's that sound coming from? I was at a bachelorette party uh, a couple of years ago. We flew down to Florida. We were in West Palm Beach and we rented a house. We did an Airbnb. It was great. Beautiful house. Had a pool out back. It was like a whole tiki hut. It was yeah. awesome. There was a smoke detector going off first night we were there. Beep. Beep. Wait, Beep. we have okay. some. What, what time? Yeah, what time does it... Oh, this Because they invariably yeah. go off sometime after midnight. Yeah, it was like probably about... That's it? About 2 a.m., right? And so we can, we can all hear it. Everybody who is sleeping in the upstairs rooms can hear it. Now, it wasn't so bad for me and the girl that I was staying with, but we could faintly hear it. So we wake up in the morning. I'm like, God, did you hear that? She's like, oh, my God, it kept me up all night. It's so annoying. Well, we, we realize, or we, we end up talking to the rest of the girls. It's in, it was in the room with two other girls. <sighs> they looked like... Like they had been up drinking all night long. Sure. They didn't get any yeah. sleep. So we were there for, I think we were there for three nights. It We could not get it to stop. We pulled it down. We changed the batteries. They eventually ripped it off of the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We <laughs> threw it out the window. We were on the second floor into the backyard. It landed on like a below deck and we're like, okay, we're going to get some sleep. Sure enough, we can freaking hear it outside. Oh, how how, how is, is it still beeping? We were like, throw it in the pool. Do Kill it! <laughs> we so it was the entire weekend. The poor two girls that had to stay in that room. Uh, I mean, they were exhausted. Uh, I mean, I hate it. What did you do? You you said you cut your wires. Yeah, right? yeah. This is in our old house. I didn't know. I just didn't know that it was attached to all the other wires, smoke alarms in the house. And I, I cut it, and I just I destroyed it. When it you reach the point where you would gladly embrace dying from carbon yeah. monoxide poisoning, that's when you cut your wires. When you were initially telling me the story off air this morning, I took a guess as to what it was before you revealed that it was yeah. a carbon monoxide detector. And I was wondering if it might have been a water, a moisture detector, which uh, at our, our, our water yes. heater, there's a there's a little tray underneath it for excess, I guess, overflow or whatever it may be. And there's I've a, had that. There's a little detector there that yeah. will that will pick on up if, if it's leaking. And um, but when the battery goes low on those, right. they will they will alert you as well. But that one sounds that that one's like. Beep, 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 beep. It's a little bit of a right. different sound. And I'm like, where's where's that effing sound coming from? Steve Austin. And where's that sound coming from? And it took There's me, nothing on here. It took me forever to find that thing because I didn't even know we had it. When did it go off? Oh, it, was, it was in the middle of the day. Right. So Thankfully, statistically. It, was, it wasn't a late night thing. Uh, will you guys agree with me that statistically. Oh, yeah. It very rarely goes off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon no, and yeah. is substantially more 
times it will occur in the dead of night. All right, we're going to go to some calls. There's a lot of people uh, that are checking in about this. I'm going to go to do, 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 a lot of firefighters calling in. All right, we'll, go good. To, we'll go to Jeff, who's a volunteer firefighter. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Jeff, you are on the air, buddy. Is your is your name Jeff? It probably isn't. Maybe it's carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. Are are you calling into the show right now? Oh, Jeff? Forget it. Ah, damn it. Right, we'll go we'll go next to another firefighter. This is Greg, who is on the line. Hey Greg, good morning. Hey, hey, I'm here. Got you. Thank God. What's up, Greg? Hey, what's going on, guys? So uh yeah, so the hardwire back in the day was uh they were connected to uh, alarm systems, but they're also like my house has doesn't have the alarm system anymore, but they're hardwired. The battery's there in case you lose power. Yeah, so if your house loses power, the battery back up so that way they don't uh, they don't go off. Or they go off when you lose power. Okay. Um, so, so, but Greg, you know, uh, this battery literally was just replaced yesterday. The 9-volt battery, I didn't have one, and uh-huh. it was off the ceiling. Uh, and then I, I, put, I put the battery in it and, and put it, so it's a brand new fresh battery, and it started chirping. Is it a brand new uh, smoke detector? Because they only have a 10-year uh, shelf life. So, so after 10 oh, years, they're pretty much garbage. Great. Seriously, well, car- that's great. Carbon yeah. monoxide oh, detector yeah. with that, and it was, and it's wired. So, how long do they last? They're ten years as well. And no one told us that. <laughs> but if it's a Nest, I have uh, smart stuff too. If you go on your app, it should tell you that the battery's dead. Hey, now that's what you need. Okay, mm-hmm. I've done that before, and I really looked at the app, and I like the Nest a lot. I really do think it's good because it also has a built-in sort of nightlight, mm-hmm. so that when you move around, it'll it'll illuminate the area. That's very cool. Yeah, we've yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't realize that until I'm like, what's that light shining on the floor? <laughs> what's happening? And and it's, I, from, it's my smoke detector. Stay away from the light, Carol. Land. Yeah, no, the um, but that's what that is. Uh, but yes, yeah, so th- that's that's my one issue. Is all right. So what is it? The hard wire on the carbon monoxide detector. Um, uh, in this, in Philadelphia proper, apparently you have to have both, uh, both in the house. Is that correct? Do you happen to know? I'm not. Uh, I'm over in Jersey. So okay. I'm not sure what the code is? All right. But, uh, the reason is because if you lose power, because power goes yeah. out. Okay. If you don't have the battery in it. Uh, the battery is what basically uh, sets it off if if uh, you're out of power for you know, right. a couple me, hours or a couple of days or whatever. Let me ask you a question. I, I have a I have a generator. If the power goes out, can I take the nine volt batteries out of those? Generator <laughs> works. I'm not going to tell you to do it. <laughs> right. right. No, I know. And Thank I, you, Greg. They're there for a good reason too. Yeah. I get that to uh, keep you awake all night. Brent uh, wants to comment on something. I think he might be a firefighter. So, right. hey, Brent. Good morning. Oh wait, that's the wrong line. Let me go over here. Hi, uh, Brent. You are on the air. Hey, thanks for bothering me at work. Uh, that's <laughs> what we do. Are, are you a firefighter? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, right. and you wanted to comment on the carbon uh, uh, monoxide yes. uh, detector. Uh, so your carbon monoxide detectors do not go on the ceiling. You put them on the wall yep. all the way down to the bottom close to the floor because carbon monoxide has a greater vapor density than air, which means it's heavier. Okay. So if you have a leak, it's going to settle on the floor. And you'll be dead before it ever reaches a detector on the ceiling. Wow! So you want them on the bottom? Steve, like you want one? On that's a practical joke they pulled on you. It's probably yeah. Uh, it, was, it was. They said they, they they winked at each other when they gave us the keys to the house. Yeah. No. So is it possible? Mm-hmm.
wall. To be honest, there's a couple things up on the ceiling that I just don't F with and that I assumed it was a carbon monoxide detector that I had the 9-volt battery replaced in yesterday. Is it possible it's just like a, a heat detector or a redundant smoke detector? Probably not. Uh, most smoke detectors have, um, like, they can detect heat, they can detect smoke, they can detect all that. There's no reason to have uh, two sm- uh, smoke detectors next to each other. Hey. I mean, if you take it off, it should say on it what kind of detector it is. It'll tell you if it's carbon monoxide or uh, smoke or fire detector. Hey, Brent, do uh, smoke detectors don't pick up cigarette smoke, do they? There's not, it's not enough smoke. Like, if you had a million people in your house all smoking cigarettes, cigarettes at the same time, then yeah, I'd probably pick it up. But Okay. Like, Mine are very sensitive. If I play hot-blooded, it'll, uh, <laughs> wow, it goes off. It'll go off. Man, oh, man. All right, thank you, Brent. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let me go next to, I have uh, Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, dude. What's up? Hey, real quick. Um, I uh, I installed smoke detectors for years and stuff, you okay. know, do low voltage. Uh, the one carbon monoxide on your ceiling is a combo detector. It does fire and smoke, and it's backup. And if it's got 10-year battery life or 10-year life, um, it's going to beep when it's, like, its life is up. So that's so, being like probably why. So is it possible that that entire detector, not not we're not just talking the the battery, the entire detector needs to be replaced? Oh, we're losing him. But I think that's uh, he's indicating that. Okay, I so I never I always know about changing the batteries, which I do all the time because they go off all the time, the beeping. But I didn't realize you had to replace the entire smoke detector every ten years. Yeah, exactly. Huh. But, um, but yeah, it's we. The one time, um, me, me and my buddies are playing Call of Duty, and uh, we hear a beep. <laughs> so we had all four of us stop <laughs> the game, so we could all search around. And I'm yelling at these guys like, "One of you need to change your smoke detector." <laughs> so you got all of us checking smoke detectors, and it turns out it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> and and it's thank you, Joe. By the way, but the mo- the most frustrating. Well, not the most. Probably the most frustrating part is that it it happens and it disturbs you because you're trying to sleep or get some work done or something like right. that. Right. But just trying to find mm-hmm. which one it is because is such a pain in the ass. That that echo, that ricocheting effect, that it, it, it bounces all over the house. You're right. I have all hardwood, and that sucks. Well, it's just so short. It's just yeah. that, that chirp, and then there's a long. You know, really. Here's what you need to do, and this is what I should do next time I have that issue: is when you hear the chirp uh, on your phone, uh, start your stopwatch. Okay. And and find out what the duration is between the chirps. Uh, okay. And you can figure out how many way, miles away it is. Well, no, no. That <laughs> way that way you can, then when you hear it, you restart it. And then you'll, if it's, you know, if it's 45 seconds, you don't have to sit there waiting the whole time. You can keep your eye on the clock and go, all right, you know, it's it's 30 seconds, 10 seconds. It's, I, I, now I'm ready for it. Right. Because you're just waiting and waiting. And you're already confused at when it's going to chirp. And trying to locate where it is at the same time is just, I think it takes one step out of the confusion. I'm glad that you were able to uh, remedy this situation in an hour to an hour and a half's time because last summer it took me an entire weekend <laughs> and I changed eight smoke detectors before I realized that it was the carbon monoxide detector. Oh, so you had 
had the same yeah. thing. I had the same, same thing exactly, play out. Yeah. Except it took the whole weekend. And, and I guarantee you there are people who've had similar <laughs> things where they just can't, that they'll live with it for days. Like Kathy. Um, so I, I don't know uh, the answer to this question, but a lot of people are texting and saying that the last caller, Brent, uh, was wrong on some of that information. Okay. And so um, I got a text from a friend who is a firefighter. He says that carbon monoxide can go anywhere on the wall. It has the same density as air. Um, so some of the information... Uh, look, I don't know. I, so uh, I guess do a search on on uh, where you yeah. should place the carbon monoxide um, because uh, we're getting a lot of conflicting reports. So here. Nick, to that point, when you pass away from carbon monoxide, it's quiet and it's painless, correct? Yeah. Yes, I'll yeah. take that. That's the way yeah. to go. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, over you gotta chasing go. down the beeping, <laughs> right? Or dying. Just take me to heaven from not enough sleep. Yeah. Uh, hang on, Ricky actually had a fire, and uh, he wants to speak on uh, smoke detectors. Ricky, good morning, sir. Okay. Privilege. Privilege. Right, Ricky. <laughs> What's good up, morning, buddy? Guys. Uh, so we bought a house in 2020, and I'm chasing around beeping smoke detectors for a year and a half at this point. <laughs> uh, there are multiple smoke detectors in every room, yeah. every uh, finished basement ranch house in the garage and i'm i'm replacing them all at least once a month i'm hearing god so then uh september 2021 i get a phone call from my wife that my house is on fire (laughs) while i'm at work so i'm rushing home and here uh something in the garage lit up on fire and it happened to start right underneath of where the smoke detector was in the garage (sighs) And these were not interconnected ones. Okay. At the time. Okay. So it melted the smoke detector off mm. the ceiling. Oh wow! And nobody ever knew it. So until smoke reached seventy feet to the other side of the house and set off the other smoke alarm, right near the bedrooms where my wife was working at the time, mm. nobody nobody knew it. And my four year old daughter was sitting on the couch with the whole room filling with smoke, just watching TV like nothing was going on. Wow. How bad did it end up being? Uh, uh, the garage and the laundry room behind it were a total loss. Oh. And but we had to repaint the entire house because of smoke damage. And- so so technically though, the, your alarm would go off. So for example, I, I have the the Xfinity setup. It works great when we've had like a smoke situation. It goes off. It calls the fire department, and we have you know that we've had it happen twice with cooking incidents mm. and and the, the 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 firefighters were there super fast so the system works great it, when when it started to why didn't it why didn't it go off and do that and and, and uh, because they were just regular old battery operated smoke detectors they weren't nothing, interconnected nothing was hardwired my, nothing mm. was connected to the alarm system okay so so they, they weren't they weren't why cuz cuz my nest my nest smoke detectors are on a wifi system right right yeah, so now ours are because after the fire, I rewired the entire house of put brand new smoke detectors in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and maybe three months after the fire, my wife calls me freaking out because one of them starts going off <laughs> out of nowhere and she has no idea why. It, yeah, it's listen, as a homeowner, it scares the crap yeah. out of you. It annoys the crap out of you and it scares the crap. But if it if you have done it right, there should be a point in time where you'll be standing there embracing the notion of your house burning down <laughs> rather than having to put up with the battery replacement. Ricky, did your uh, did your insurance cover it? Yeah, we were very lucky uh, as far as insurance goes from what I hear. Um, 
and yeah. All right. All right. We did have to do a lot of repairs ourselves, unfortunately. Uh, um, right. Thank you, Ricky. Glad it eventually good. worked out. Appreciate it, man. This is sucks when your when your actual fire your smoke detector set on fire. Uh, yeah, that would suck. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go next to Linda. Hi there, Linda. Good, Linda. What's up? Hi, first time uh, caller, oh. long time. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Happy to have you, Linda. So I want to say what happened to Steve happened to my husband and I the other night, mm-hmm. and we have two little dogs, and they were going absolutely crazy. I'm googling, trying to find out which smoke detector is going off because it's beeping and beeping and beeping. We put it in the closet like Steve did, and finally we took the battery out and, and hit it under a bunch of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> the one, then we had to it so we could stop beeping. So they no, I was doing. I was doing the same thing. You try to isolate it so that you figure, okay, I'm going to take it away from the others. I'm going to break it away from the pack. This will be how I determine. And and mine still kept going. Yes. I know. Sorry. They're but magical. Anyway, a bunch of clothes on it, and then my dogs couldn't sleep the rest of the night. That was the other. We're all so tired. So uh, I it, it'll kill you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, not kill you dead, but it'll it'll kill you mentally yeah. uh, from chasing that stuff around. Uh, hang on a second. Let's go. We got a few more callers. People have been on hold for a long time. Let me go to Mike here. Hey, Mike. Morning, bud. Good morning, Ed. What, good, good morning to see you. What's <laughs> up, bud? <laughs> so a couple of months ago, same thing as you. It's going off in the middle of the night. There's yeah. a beeping. I'm going all over the house. <laughs> Finally, in a fit of rage at 2 a.m., dad rage at 2 a.m., <laughs> I just go through and change every battery. And every That's what I did. That's I, what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids are outside the bedroom going, what the hell is dad doing? <laughs> I'm looking at them go back to bed. And Mike, did it? Then, did it work? Oh, yes, my- ish. Because a couple ish. weeks ago, a couple weeks later, it, the smoke detectors go off like blazing in the middle of the night. I'm like, and there's no fire, no smoke. What is going on here? Did some research, found out the smoke detectors were past their ten year due date. So I still had to go back and order a bunch on Amazon and replace them. Oh, wow. so, so do, you've you, you've reinforced something that I'm gonna I'm gonna go check. I'm gonna check the That's age fine. of these smoke detectors, and I'll yeah. swap them all out. You know what happens, though, Preston, with the, with the uh, with the Nest system and with that light. So if the animals are moving around a lot and they're going in and out of a room a lot at night, that light lights up uh-huh. and that draws more power on those batteries. Oh yeah. So so the ones where the, where they're more active, where there's more foot traffic, tend to start beeping sooner. More cat traffic. More I've, cat traffic. I've told you guys this before. There was. One night where the entire system went off uh, in the middle of the night. Oh, I mean, yeah. Full on blaring like mm-hmm. there's a fire. And I get up and I run. I, I'm going from room to room. Everyone, all of our kids, <laughs> fast asleep. They have them in their room. In their room. They slept like so loud. Through these blaring alarms. <laughs> Shell and I are covering our ears and running around the house. <laughs> basement to top floor. Didn't find anything. Nothing was going on. But it was a full-on alarm. And I'm like, uh, yeah. you guys are doomed, man. You're that's doomed why, if anything ever happens. That's why they make those si- those alarms that are actual human voices. Do you yeah. think they would have woken up to you, a recording of you? Yeah, maybe. Because that's the whole purpose. <laughs> those They have alarms that are specifically... You can record your own voice. Parker! Get out of bed! Yeah, I I don't know how they did it. I have no idea how they could sleep through that stuff. All right, one more call because uh, Jack has been on hold for almost 20 minutes. Hi, Jack. You're on the air, bud. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, man? 
I'm a contractor, and, you know, over time, um, a lot of the smoky tacks don't talk to each other, and there's two different types that do have a shelf life, but they also get a problem with dust collecting around the photo cell inside of it that senses dirt. You're, okay. you're exactly right, because in our mudroom, we had one of them go off, and and I, I just took it off the ceiling, and I, and somebody told me that just make sure it's not dusty. That could be it. I, I blew the dust out of it, and it stopped. Okay. Yeah. I, I, but no one tells you that. No, they don't, because usually what happens is I'm a contractor. I have arc electric and arc improvements, and I put in smoke detectors, and usually if you have to replace one, a lot of them don't talk to each other the same way. There's different manufacturers that have right. different sensitivity levels built into it, and usually we'll come in and we'll change them all out. The least thing that causes on the beep is the battery, but most of the time, if you have a house with a lot of pets yeah. or, a lot of, or a lot of hardwood floor, that dust tends to collect. Well, there's the two. I got the two. I got yeah. the double whammy, yeah. hardwood floors, and eight cats. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And mm-hmm. a lot of the manufacturers, one manufacturer's smoke detector is set at a certain discretionary set point. Other ones are set a little bit higher, and there's oh. not exactly a set point of how much dirt will clog it to, to cause it to trip. That's and interesting. You, you, you know what? You know what I need to do, Jack. I need to get a fire detector that has the same settings as an oven, so I could just put it on keep warm. Yeah, so, that's so cool. that it won't go so crazy all the time. Right, right. Say yeah. like you know, yeah, two hundred, nothing you, more. Maybe than that. just crisp it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. reheat. Wow, uh, interesting, Jack. All right, well, thank you for the tip, man. We appreciate it. No problem. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. We'll talk to you. All right, Casey wants me to go to one more. <laughs> all right, uh, this is uh, Bill, who's an electrician, who's on the line. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Oh, thanks, buddy. All right, what do you want to tell us? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm an electrician. I got a call one day to go in and replace uh, tires, hail smoke detectors. There are 10 of them. 10. So I go in and replace them. I get done early. So I got all the old ones in the back of my truck, <laughs> driving home. That spark up uh, and smoke real quick as I'm driving down 42. Don't you know all 10 of them smoke alarms go off in the back of my truck at one time? Uh, in your car. In your car. Come on, man. My work truck that's metal all around me. Man, I rolled down my windows. People looking at me like I'm not that. This alarm's just going off. I'm on two. I have to get off. I'm get off the highway. Man, it scared the hell out of me. I mean, uh, you can't even escape. And Preston, like with your ear sensitivity. Oh my god! Like, like oh my a, god! Like a chirping alarm. It. Yeah, forget it. Ten of them yeah. in a closed vehicle. No, I would just jump out of the moving vehicle. <laughs> So beat the freaking alarm of all ten of them. Go off. I forgot to take the battery down, the battery backup down. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate it, bud. (laughs) Hey, Steve, what's more annoying, uh, last night or when the fire alarm goes off here at the radio station? Because the one here is so loud, it hurts. You know what? I'm I'm okay because a lot of times... well, that's actually 
we have one of those uh, when the, when the it's right in our office. Yeah. So, so um, they wanted to save us in case anything. Yeah, I was, yeah. I'll just I'll duck in here, and there's no yes. siren yeah. in here in the air studio, yeah. and then it's fine. I need an air studio at home <laughs> to duck into yeah. when it starts chirping. Yeah, when, when, he, when the fire alarm goes off here, like I mean, I know it, it hurts your ears, Preston, but I have to actually like hold my ears. I have to yeah, cover I do my too. ears. Same. Yeah, I do too. It's so loud. It, it'll and then, then destroy I grab my, you. My earplugs. Yeah, I pop them in and I can keep working. But I mean, it, like, and it when it it just it scares the living. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so incredibly loud and it's just out of nowhere. You often say bad words. When that uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, Where's that I, f- sound coming from? Actually, there was a mystery sound in the studio, in the in the office this morning. There was some music playing. It wasn't XTU. There's I walked, nothing on here. I walked down to our sister station. It wasn't them, and but it was coming from the walls somewhere. What? Some kind of, it was like an ethereal music thing. The f- I, is that? And I had no witnesses, so. Well, our. What the f- yeah, is it? like this. <laughs> What's supposed to be soundproof walls? Oh, um, it's are, laughable. Are not. It's oh, no. laughable because I hear like my corner desk in in the office. I can often hear music and people talking and whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I what it butts up against, but mm-hmm. yeah, you can hear it. There was a whirring sound. Nick, both you and I were trying to oh, hunt yeah. it down in the console behind you, Preston, right behind you. Was like, oh, really? Yeah, it's like two or three weeks ago. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah, well, Steve, Steve weird was on this side. Yeah. Yeah, and I was on this side, and we're like, we couldn't figure out what the hell it it's was. It's one of those things that you eventually tell people, it does that. It does yeah. that. Yeah. It does yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, just, right, well, just get some carbon monoxide and yeah. take the big sleep. Well, many people can identify with the issue that you had, Steve, and I'm glad you got it worked out. That's because all good so Did you fall back asleep? Frustrating. Yes. My, oh, good. Thanks to my sleep number bed. There you go. All right. Well, listen, we're going to break. We're going to come back in a second. We're going to get to the bizarre file. Some good stories to share. Stay put. We'll be right back. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let us change our attitude right now with our Friday Froggy Song.
just pulled up uh, Froggy's uh, Instagram, and they are they're playing a thing called Camp. Punksylvania. Oh. <laughs> I love those guys. First weekend in September, it's in Scranton, and uh, yeah, you should follow them on Instagram because they're they're a lot of fun and they've awesome. uh, they're gigging like crazy. Yes, man, so we're good. Very very happy for them. All right, let's do the bizarre five. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. All right, I'm going to start with a, a great story. Uh, a United Airlines pilot has been charged in a bizarre axe attack earlier this month in which he savaged a parking arm, you know, the yes, that keeps comes you yeah. from going into an, a, a, a parking lot. Well, he destroyed it at Denver International Airport uh, in the employee parking lot, causing an estimated $700 in damage. He used an axe. Police say the pilot, <laughs> Kenneth Henderson-Jones, told them that he, quote, just hit his breaking point. So he had an axe in his car? I guess so. Video of the incident showed the 63-year-old pilot armed with a full-size axe. And in the video, he chops the parking arm at the exit gate of an employee parking lot 23 times until he knocked the parking arm off its base. My smoke detector was going off last night. I know this. After that, Jones scuffles at length a few minutes later with an airport employee who saw what happened and tried to take the axe away from the pilot. Well, that's that's bad. Uh, the pilot only surrendered the axe after a second Denver International Airport employee intervenes and helps wrestle it away. You Air- give me that axe right now. Airport administrators described it as a physical struggle with no injuries. Authorities have charged Jones a misdemeanor criminal mischief, and he's scheduled to appear in court on the 25th of September. United had said in a statement he was removed from the schedule and is on leave while United conducts an internal investigation. <laughs> while Jones has not responded to messages, sheriff's deputies say Jones told them he had, quote, hit his breaking point. Does he suggest what got him to the breaking point? No. Okay. I'm assuming he couldn't get out or yeah. something like that. And he but was that just... seems like the end step in a series no, of things. Maybe so. All right, here is a decidedly more intense uh, pilot story. An airline pilot died after collapsing in the bathroom <sighs> of a flight from Miami to Chile uh, with 271 passengers on board. Captain Ivan Andwar began feeling unwell about three hours into the flight from Florida to Santiago. And after collapsing in the bathroom, he received emergency treatment from the crew. The flight took 30 minutes to divert to Panama City's uh, International Airport. And first responders declared Andwar a 25-year veteran pilot dead when the plane oh. landed. Yeah. Uh, the flight left Miami. No place to die. Uh, 10 p.m. on Monday, and uh, had also had a relief captain and first officer on board when the incident took place. Um, Latam Airlines uh, had stated, "We are deeply moved by what has happened, and we extend our sincere condolences to the family of our employee." Following the incident, the flight left Panama City on Tuesday and continued on to Chile. That's I wonder how many people have up. died in airplane yeah. because you figure you're not feeling well. So you go to the bathroom. Yeah, right? and maybe die in right. the bathroom. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened a few times. Uh, a, this is a terrible story, too, about somebody dying. A Cal- but, but this is a cautionary tale. A California news producer died over the weekend after a rope swing accident oh, in a state park. Yeah. Catherine Hote uh, had died after she used a rope swing at Folsom Lake State Recreation Area. Uh, she fell 30 feet onto the rocky shoreline. Oh, man. Uh, an off-duty doctor performed CPR while park rangers assisted in her care. She was taken to the uh, medical center where she was pronounced dead. This is my shoreline. No, not that rocky. Oh. Uh, Barry Smith 
The chief ranger of the Goldfields District of California State Park said that rope swings are not permitted at any state uh, parks. He said there's a lot of danger out here that people need to be aware of. And unfortunately, we're standing here today talking about Catherine, and we wish we weren't. Now, that is a tragedy. However, I've always loved rope swings. Yeah, California <laughs> State Parks removed the lower branches of the tree containing the unauthorized rope swings uh, where she had died. But, I mean, wow. that's, yeah, that's... A lot of people do get injured on those things. They do. They do. Yep. Uh, In Georgia, a man was arrested after officials say he killed a bear. It happened just before 8.30 p.m. There were reports uh, that were coming in that a bear was shot. And when deputies arrived, a woman staying with her mother and four children said that she was inside the home when she heard three gunshots come from outside. You shot me. When she looked out the window, she, me. she saw a bear running up the hill into the woods, and she said that there was another shot, and then she saw the bear fall to the ground, curl up into a ball, and stop moving. When the deputy walked into the woods, he was able to confirm the bear was dead. Officials with the Department of Natural Resources arrived at the scene, and they were told by neighbors that the bear was not a direct threat to anyone and was shot. Um, he had said that the uh, the bear, uh, the, the man, uh, what was his name, Cowart? Yeah. It said that the man, uh, the man's, let me try this again. <laughs> Coward said in the report that the bear was in his front yard when he was with his chickens and he felt threatened. So the, the man spending some quality time yeah. with his chickens uh-huh. sees a bear. Yep. It's fight or flight. So he shoots the bear. He ran inside and he added that was when the bear ran into the woods. While inside, Coward said in the report that he grabbed his rifle, ran outside and shot the bear. The deputy noted in the report that Coward was slurring his words and his face was sluggish while explaining what happened. Happened. When asked if he had been I was drinking, just hanging with my chickens. When uh, he had asked if he had been drinking, Coward said that he may have had a beer while cutting the grass. After running a background check, deputies confirmed he was a convicted felon, and uh, Coward was arrested for possessing a firearm by a convicted felon, discharge of a firearm while under the influence, and reckless conduct as well. Are there extenuating circumstances when you're protecting your chickens? Um, while being taken to the jail, deputies said he began making a- expletive statements and claimed that Poop. he would shoot the bear again. Boop. Boner. Um, officials say that the report, uh, in the report that the DNR took the bear and issued a citation for killing a bear out of season without a permit. Uh-huh. All right, and we'll do one more story. All right, yeah, let's end with this one. An Alberta-based restaurant chain came out on top in a bidding war for an unusual piece of the provincial government's property, and it happened to be a sandwich costume. The latex, vulcanized rubber and synthetic material costume depicts a donaire, which is a gyro-inspired Canadian flatbread wrap featuring shaved beef, sauce, tomatoes, onions, and lettuce. I think I want to see this. The costume was made by Los Angeles-based special effects studio Altarian Incorporated in 2015 for Alberta's planned video PSA about the dangers of driving while under the influence of marijuana. So they made a sandwich? But the project was scrapped and the costume never had its TV debut. The suit was listed by the province in an online surplus auction, sparking a bidding war between various organizations and restaurants, as well as an online controversy about whether lettuce belongs on a Donair. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Nas, co-owner of Nova Scotia-based King of Donair, bid on the costume in an attempt to bring it to Canada's East Coast, where he said he planned to remove the lettuce in accordance with that of the region's style of Donair. The winning bid went for 16000 And it was placed by Edmonton-based primetime Donair and Poutine, which said the costume will remain in Alberta and the lettuce will remain on the costume. 
Uh, so Steve, Nick found a picture of it. It, it looks like a giant euro. Is what it looks like if you want to see that. So, Your head comes out over oh, here. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's well done. Yeah. So, but they spent sixteen grand. Remember the and it was uh, a bidding war just to keep the lettuce on or take the lettuce out. When we had your scab costume, yes. we had scabby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, the first pass at it didn't look too good. No, nah, it didn't look that good. It looked like a uh, looked like a price tag. <laughs> what it looked like. All right, and there you go. That is what we have in um, the bizarre file for you. All right. So, oh, you know what? I would like to mention something real quick. I would like to congratulate. Congratulate uh, our buddy Connor. He and his girlfriend Stephanie are celebrating ten years together. Today. Ten years. Ten years. Look how excited ten. Connor looks. Wow. Connor's very even keel. He's a very even keel. Yeah, you wouldn't guy. know his emotion anyway. Uh, he's probably ecstatic. Yeah. His girlfriend is uh, lovely. She came to the uh, Union Rex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They're, right. they're a fine couple. Congratulations, Connor. Happy for you. She's probably the emotional one in the relationship. I would think so. Enough emotions for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget Bo Johnson's joining us a little bit later on, and we're giving away our Word of the Week prize. Oh, and if you have not heard, this is pretty awesome. The thing that Pierre teased yesterday about Bruce Springsteen and airing the entire concert live on MMR happening tonight. At How 7 about that, Bill Weston? Nice. So with that, with that uh, canceling of the, or at least uh, postponing, of the Bruce shows tonight on MMR, you're going to hear a full Bruce Springsteen live concert starting at 7 p.m. So just a heads up on that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. MMRBQ 2023, starring Shine Down, Billy Idol, and maybe you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PNS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games and great live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster starting at 25 bucks, and join us September 16th. At Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 933 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. It's a Friday morning. Let's eat. Let's celebrate. Let's talk about food. It's time for the Friday edition of The Connoisseur. Right. Hey, do you have your uh, connoisseur tile? I, I have my stuff. Oh, do I have my oh, connoisseur? Do the oh. President's oh. Day sign? No, oh, hang on. We need to, Casey's going to take care of that. So we have this uh, a sign that a listener made for us. And uh, when the various segments on the program pop up, we can interchange it with the proper sign. So uh, there's one for the connoisseur. And there we go. Yeah. And now it's official. Huh. How about that? All right. Well done, Case. And we're going to do the, uh, we will do the movie food clips uh, in this as well. And we have a very cool prize. All right. To awesome. give away. Yes, so you're right. Yes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to reveal what it is uh, just yet. But... I, I feel like you have to because there is a date involved. Okay. All right. So you know I'm, what I'm saying? All right. So we will be giving yes. these away. <laughs> we will be giving these away. Do not try to call. Not now. Wait no. until I play the movie clip. But we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to join 
our very good friend Sarah from MMR at the screening of Vacation Friends 2 at Harris Pool After Dark. Now, it's going to be on August 23rd. That includes complimentary food and beverage. And an overnight stay. Wow. A hotel stay with this. That night only. Yeah. I mean, that's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday night. So I believe this Wednesday coming up. So, uh, you know, even if you know the answer, if you don't... Uh, if you, These uh, are non-transferable. Non-transferable. Yeah. You know. It's for that night only. So, yep. yeah. Don't burn it up for someone else. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's a really cool... Price. Yeah. It's uh, from 20th Century Studios and Hulu, Vacation Friends 2, stars uh, Lil Rel Howery, uh, Yvonne Orji, and uh, John Cena, and Meredith Hagner, and Steve Buscemi. And it picks up a few months after the end of Vacation Friends, and it streams on Hulu Friday, August 25th. But we're having a screening of it at Harris in Atlantic City on the 23rd. You go out there, food, beverage, watch the movie, and you get a night at the casino. Uh, awesome. The first one was very funny. You stay the night. All right, so we're going to start with this. Um, Austin, Texas-based Hormel Foods oh. is looking to land a lend a helping hand to Maui. Oh, okay. Um, Hawaii consumes more spam products than any other state in the nation. Eight million cans a year in Hawaii alone. Shane Victorino. Uh, you talk about it. Uh, spam is a little can of hope, and it's always been there for Hawaiians, and Hormel is working with a humanitarian organization called the Convoy of Hope to get even more spam to the island. Now, I've, I've been there a couple of times. I've been very, very lucky to have vacations in Hawaii, and we were actually on the island of Kauai, and we were at a, a, a grocery store. Yes. Steve, I'm telling you, you've never seen more spam in really? your life. A different kinds of spam? Different kinds of spam. You know what? I took a picture of it uh, because I couldn't believe it. it w- it'll take me a moment to search for it and find it in my uh, photos. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, they they absolutely love, love, love spam. What's your favorite way to eat spam? Fried. Yes, that's well, the only definitely. way. I, I, I like fried spam. We used to make fried spam sandwiches. Yeah, same. All the time, and um, it, we I, I loved them. I grew up with those as a kid. Can you eat it raw? I mean, you can. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you it's can. not raw. It's it's cooked. Okay, so here I found the picture. Um, Casey, take a look at that. Oh my god! These, these are all the different kinds of spam Holy hell. that is available. Whoa! Uh, and that Kathy, was in Kauai. Yeah, that oh, was wow. on on Kauai. I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera. I don't know. Can you guys see it on the camera? Okay. So there's like there's um, I'm looking at this picture. There's uh, New England spam, spam light, <laughs> spam teriyaki, spam with cheese, uh, spam less sodium. There's a spam called uh, Tokino, which I'm not really familiar with. Garlic spam, turkey spam, and that was just a portion of that row that I took a picture of. Wow, this is spam mecca then. So Hawaiians go all out for their way of life. They love to ride the wave and they celebrate spam by hosting a celebration of their canned meat called Spam Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they create unique dishes such as Spam wontons and Spam musubi and all kinds of stuff. So the brand became a household name during World War II. Right. The iconic meat was sent to soldiers on the front lines, many of whom were fighting in the Pacific. That's and, where my dad became a fan of Spam. And Spam, spam c- cemented itself in that area and never left. So they love it. So Hormel Foods has been partnering with Convoy of Hope for eight years. Uh, they've worked together to respond to other natural disasters throughout the country and and uh, they currently have a team on the ground in Maui, and they are delivering cans of Spam to people from Hormel, along with water and hygiene products to help make life a little bit easier. Well, that's nice. Don't we have a Hormel here, correct? I don't know. Isn't there a Hormel... Um, factory? Factory? Not sure. Somewhere in PA, Nick? 
I want to say there is only because I want to inf- reinforce my perhaps false statement. So this is going to sound <laughs> gross, but this is how we used to, to eat spam. Uh, we would have fried spam mm. and cucumber with mayonnaise uh, sandwiches. Oh God. Does that sound gross, Kathy? <laughs> I mean, listen, it doesn't sound gross. It is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had spam? I don't think I've ever tasted spam. I think okay. I could rock one of your sandwiches. Yeah, I think I, I think, think I'd I like a fried spam. But yeah, it's, it's now that it's been years and years since I've really had it. I have a feeling it's going to taste a little processed, salt, salty, <laughs> yeah. a little slightly processed. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you put cucumbers on it; it's healthy. That's yeah, right. There you go. Cucumbers and vegetables. Yeah. So. Um, but, I mean, listen, there, there's stuff that I ate as a kid that I absolutely love. But today, I'm like, it's just not the same. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to love beefaroni from Chef Boyardee. I, I loved it so much. And now, it's not that I don't love it. It's just... Case, I used to eat, eat it cold out I, of the can. That I can't do. Yep, um, not I a problem. Do. It's just that there's there's so much better out there. Yeah. Is that part of it? Uh, possibly. Um, I, you know, I, and it's been a little while since I've had a beefaroni. Maybe I'll, I'll go on a beefaroni journey this weekend. <laughs> beefaroni journey. A friend of mine is Hawaiian. She's a chef, and um, she has family and friends who are out there. Her, some of her friends have lost their restaurants completely, so sure. she is hosting some dinners um, under her her uh, brand, which is Poi Dog, and she uses spam in some of her cooking. Oh wow! So this is like yeah, sure. top of the line, like extreme, oh. really, really good stuff. By the way, we got yeah. an email. Um, oh, from Chris. Yeah. While you're uh, looking for that, uh, if you follow Poi Dog on Instagram, uh, that is Kiki's Dinners. There's a couple in September raising money for. Um, the Maui Fund. Okay. We can maybe put that up on the site? Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, from Chris and Josh uh, Sapsis, and uh, they actually listen and says, Aloha, Presidency family. We flew in from Hawaii Wednesday night for that night's Bruce Springsteen oh, concert. No. My, no. my son's first. So you can imagine the disappointment after spending $2,000 in two days travel to get here. I had tickets for that show and was also planning to attend the Friday night show, but my buddy sent me the announcement before we picked up a rental car, BWI, and I thought it was a joke. Uh, oh but my, my son's God. chance to experience the Boston E Street Band may be gone, but as always, good to be back home for a visit. Uh, I'm writing to thank you for the kind words, thoughts, and prayers for those devastated by the Maui wildfires. I remember Lahaina as it was, uh, and now it's gone forever. And we, as a state, are pulling together with as much aloha to help our Ohana family. And it means, or our Ohana, which means family. And it means a lot when people all over are sharing their sympathy for those affected. Aloha and mahalo to you and your team for all that you do. Uh, for those in need, uh, you provide hope in the many faces of despair. Looking forward to the next podcast, and you guys rock. Oh, wow. So I, wrote, I wrote back to him, and uh, he and I said, you know, listen, is there anything that we can do? And he said, you know, just helping spreading, uh, spreading the word is, is something in and of itself. But then he said, uh, Steve, maybe we could talk uh, Bruce Springsteen right. into coming to Hawaii, ah, doing a show there. I oh, think yeah. so. You know? All right. By the way, uh, Hormel Foods. I love spam. <laughs> Hormel Foods does have a, a location in Lebanon, New Jersey. There we go. So there All right, go. close enough. All right, first movie clip. And keep in mind, don't call if you can't go to this event next Wednesday in Atlantic City. It's an overnight stay. It's food and drink. It's the movie. It's all of that. But don't call unless you can actually go, okay? So here's our first clip from a movie that features a food moment. What movie is this from? Now, would you care for a cup of tea with your egg? Yes, thank you. I'm starving, actually. Have a seat. Mmm. That's delicious. Mm, good. Good. 
I haven't had real butter since I was a little girl. All right, let's see if you know what movie that's from. 215-263-WMMR. Order up. Next story. All right, so if you like to indulge when you eat out, this story is for you. A Washington State University study found that larger font sizes on menus can help diners make healthier food choices. So just being able to see more (laughs) stuff on the menu helps, right? I guess so. Or or are you more inclined to... Why would you choose the healthier option if it was bigger? Yeah. Participants were asked to choose between items like a beef burger and a grilled chicken sandwich. Nutrition facts were listed in various sizes across several groups. When the lower calorie options were described in larger fonts, respondents were more likely to select them. Fonts? Just the font. Yeah. Yeah. Just the font size. We'll uh-huh. get you to choose something. Oh, uh, what I hate, one of the things I hate absolutely more than anything else, and restaurants will do it periodically, they'll get creative with the colors on their menu, mm. and so it'll be like a light purple on a on a pink. And you can't read and it. You can't read it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, sometimes there are menus that have uh, little, almost emojis. Yeah. Uh, by their uh, by by their food choices, and some of them I can't find the little key to tell me what exactly that emoji means. Does this mean gluten or no gluten? Does yeah, this mean calorically it's it's less than five hundred calories, or, or spicy or not spicy, yeah. and yeah. made uh, of spam or not. Kind of throws me off a little bit. Um, so according to the research uh, researching professor, he said uh, healthy food items could be profitable for restaurants, but whenever a healthy label is attached, people may assume that it does not taste good, and we're trying to provide restaurants with subtle cues rather than saying it out loud. So if it's saying it's healthier, um, you might be more inclined to choose it if it's actually just the, if the a little bit bigger. Is, is a little bit mm. larger. Isn't that weird? It is kind of weird. That we gravitate towards things like that. There are menus that'll sell me on an item you know, uh, for whatever reason. Do pictures work for you? Um, no, because it never really. really looks like that, right? Not really. I mean, I, I can see, I'll see something on someone else's plate on another table and yeah. go, ooh, what's that? That looks really yeah. I'll have what she's having. I, yeah. <laughs> Because that's what's actually coming out. I feel like those pictures, most of the time, on menus are not going to, oh, you're not getting that. Kathy, right. the funniest are like some of the, like uh, Long Island has a whole bunch of diners with, and they've been around for decades. And you go in the menu is a picture of a burger that was taken in 1951. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kathy, right. you know what gets me sometimes is uh, pictures of different margaritas. Like I'll see like what the the flavor is and then they'll put the salt yeah, around the and I'm like, oh, that's appealing. Yeah. Tropical drinks. Drinks, yeah. That, the, the picture can sell me yeah. on that. Uh, definitely. It's just got to come out that way. All right, let's right. see if uh, if you know what movie this clip is from. Now, would you care for a cup of tea with your egg? Yes, thank you. I'm starving, actually. Have a seat. Mm. That's delicious. Mm, good. Good. I haven't had real butter since I was a little girl. All right, we're going to go to Ed to see if he knows. Hey, Ed, good morning. We lost him. Oh, that's not there. That's all right, because we have Janelle who's going to answer the question. Hi, Janelle. Hi. Hi. All right, Janelle, do you know what movie that clip is from? I do. It's from V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Absolutely correct. Now, Janelle, can you go to the event next Wednesday at uh, in in, uh, AC at Harris? 
I absolutely can. I'll call out of work. Yes. You're going to have a great time. All right, hang on a second, Janelle, because Sarah's going to be there. It's a screening of vac- Vacation Friends 2, and it's at uh, Harris Pool After Dark, which is really it's, it's cool. An awesome place. Um, And it includes complimentary food and beverage and an overnight stay as well. It's from nice. 20th Century Studios and Hulu Vacation Friends 2, and it's going to be in theater, or not in theater, it's going to be streaming on Hulu Friday, August 25th. I love this. So congratulations. All right, um, we'll play another clip. Okay. See if we can get uh, another one. We, we have four of these and only four of these to give away. Let's see if you know what movie this clip is from. I'm going to dip this potato in some crushed bacon. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. All right, next story. Order up. Here we go. Here's a local story. So, and I want to get Marissa's take on this when she comes back. Uh, Because there was a a restaurant that had opened up in Rittenhouse called Bankroll. All right? And it was a fine dining sports bar. Closed fast. Yes. Yeah, I saw this. It was backed by Doylestown venture capitalist Paul Martino. I got invited to go, and I couldn't make the night that the, that the invitation happened. I was like, I'll go another time. Yeah. Never I'm not going another time. Yeah. <laughs> so it launched in the former Boyd Theater in Rittenhouse after a two-year, $25 million yeah. renovation. Wow. Wait, where, where did you say it was? Rittenhouse. No, I know, but what you, it, it the, took over. Uh, the a... former Boyd Theater. Oh, okay. Okay, so when it opened last March, public reaction included confusion over what the venue was meant to be. By the way, I got this story out of Billy Penn, and it says it. Who, they were wondering who it was targeting because it had, a menu, it had a menu of caviar selections, $200 steaks, and $18 beers. Whoa. March Madness brought a bump in business, but it didn't last, according to former employees who told Billy Penn that they felt closure was inevitable despite reassurances offered by the executive team. So they were going ultra high-end. Yeah, but they but they were, it was a sports bar type of vibe. Yeah. Too. Well, it was kind of like... I, it's like th- a Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, no, I'm thinking like a cas- like a higher end casino, but no gambling, like that type of feel. Are you they- dropping that kind of money at a, at a, at a casino? Restaurant? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, they were well, they're trying to sell memberships. Like it, it was like oh, what's the see. other place in in town, uh, Nick, that had the oh, pool uh, and all of that. The Fittler Club. Yeah, so yeah. like that, but restaurant style. Yeah, and they were going to try and put in a, a betting parlor yeah. as well. So I guess sports betting. Okay. So uh, in June, Bankroll furloughed the majority of its staff over email with no prior warning, promising a return to full operations in time for football season. A few days before it was revealed, owners were seeking four million dollars in debt refinancing. <laughs> A few weeks later, the venue announced that it would not be reopening in the fall. And so now they're auctioning off their entire inventory. Oh, Whoa. And there are 1,244 lots that are organized by Quaker City auctioneers. Uh, one of the prime items is the liquor license so, uh, because those are hard to come by. Wow. Should we get it? Let's get the liquor yeah. license. We can start serving so, alcohol yeah, in the studio. Right. <laughs> no, but listen, so, so Billy Penn uh, came up with some of the more interesting items that are up for mm. auction okay. that I'll pass along to you. So it's everything from kitchen equipment to front house furnishings to clearing out the booze. Huh. Uh, some of the more interesting items include a Sushi robot. Oh, what are those things? <laughs> Bankrolls menus hardly mention sushi of any kind, but that apparently didn't stop the venue from adding a robot to its kitchen arsenal. Uh, it is the uh, Autec ASM 8800A. It's a beast capable of pumping out 450 sushi rolls or 720 rice sheets per hour. Wow. 
with a built-in heat retainer to keep rice at its ideal temperature. <laughs> the same model goes for about $12,000 used online. And Sorry, what is the, the price? Or it's an auction? It's an auction. Uh, What's the auction price starting? Would they mention what they're starting at? For All this right. one, no. All right. uh, or no, I'm sorry. So uh, the original retail price is up for, of twenty grand, but Bankroll has it listed at $3,000. I mean, I feel like we should just Cabbage. get it. You just <laughs> have it. Can, now that we have our liquor license. Just because it's a deal. <laughs> Uh, and so far, it has attracted a single bid. I don't know when the bidding wow. ends on Is this. it another robot that bid on it? Maybe. I need a girlfriend. Uh, they also have a $12,000 ice cream maker. Uh, oh. It's a three-horsepower ice cream maker from uh, Capriggiani. Hey! Uh, originally listing of $3,000 to $4,800. How much? Um, just over a third of its original cost is 12000 By the retail. way, these are the starting bid prices, right? The jury said the second price, right? It's what they're going to start the bidding at. It started at, at 3000 I believe it is now at 4800 Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah, if you want an ice cream maker, uh, they got a pretty badass one there. Uh, then there's tons of booze, hundreds of lots, some containing as many as 29 bottles per lot and a few considerably more, like a 43-bottle batch of uh, Trefevin Dry Riesling. Uh, Kathy, there's a lot of wine to be bought. Uh, individual bottles of, uh, and I'm going to mess up these names, uh, Promontory and Colgan wines are listed at $350 each. Colgan wines? Nope. Yeah. Oh, Colgan. Oh. And then Harlan at $500 a bottle. So it's like all high-end stuff that they're selling for cheaper. How do you get, but how do you get in on this auction? What, what, what would you expect to pay for this amazing package? Kath, I don't, I don't really know. I, mean, I would love to look at all the stuff if there's like a list. And- but they also have some uh, more reasonable things like a bundle of 17 one liter Kettle One bottles is priced at $350. <laughs> well, that's that's not nothing. That's yeah. what I mean. I would I'd mm. go pick that up. 17 so, you know one liter bottles. You know who should buy that is another restaurant. Oh, yeah. And they probably will. Yeah. Well, we, we also, just opened one. We got a liquor license. Yes. <laughs> they have a trio of Macallan Highland single malt, uh-huh. 15 years at $200. What about you, Preston? Is that scotch you're talking about? What is it? That's scotch, so yeah. I, I wouldn't buy that. Uh, on the higher end, a 13-bottle bundle of Jay-Z's Armand de uh, Brignac, which is, uh, there, there are nine rosé and four brute, and that still sits at $1,700. Jesus. Well, a few bidders have volleyed a three-bottle case of 2012 uh, Salon. Le Mesnil Blanc de Blancs champagnes for $1,450 from an opening bid of $1,000. How much for breadsticks? They didn't mention any breadsticks. Uh. However, there are a lot of uniforms that are up for sale, too. Oh, now you're talking. Uniforms were apparently a debacle of their own at bankroll. Former GM Jerome Jones recalled thousands spent on staff outfits that were ultimately shelved because they didn't meet the CEO's likings uh, or liking. And the result was apparently, quote, this whole cycle of different uniforms. So there are a lot of uniforms that are up for auction as well. So uh, the guy that invited me to this was also an investor. And I I texted him saying that we were talking about bankroll right now. He said it was a, a crap show uh-huh. uh, that it was a project from hell uh, beautiful space terrible execution uh, and he says he walked through it last week it's beautiful stuff but he wants to forget about it wow oh, that's a shame yes. yes I guess they were just aiming way too yeah. high and it, and it did actually open uh, yes and it was only but it was only open for less than a year 
Wow. Oh, oh that's a shame. Uh, they have assorted toilet paper and cleaning supplies, Ooh. Kathy. Oh, wait. Toilet paper. How much? For, for wiping your ass. Uh, they have giant wall screens, eight foot by nine foot. There's an eight foot by nine foot screen. Steve, is Steve, it's a $5,000 opening bid, far below the tens of thousands. That's sensational. That manufacturer SNA displays lists starting uh, point of line for its products. But you know what's going to happen? I mean, so as the bidding goes, it, it you know, it'll, it'll go up. It'll get a crazy... Well, listen, you can still probably get it at a savings. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole purpose of it. But I've always, um, when they have like industry, um, they used to have one, uh, the restaurant supply store on mm-hmm. uh, Main Street, Maniunk. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have some stuff that it's worth looking at and purchasing now and then. I heard that this place was a cool spot to go like watch um, sporting events, um, but it, targeting as a sports bar just never worked because of the prices. Right. It was awesome. I, I did go there. It was really cool. Uh, my friend described it perfectly as uh, like adult Xfinity Live. Like okay. if you oh. wanted to go to Xfinity Live and get bottle service, but wear stilettos. Like that's where you would go, but and it was they, they they aimed too high. Apparently, it, it, it was, didn't have a, it didn't have an audience. I think huge. I look too slutty in stilettos. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand we'll why though. Like Rittenhouse, like all of those, you know, like those law firms, those like all the businesses, all those people that like this stuff that want to go and and watch sports and like higher end things. I don't know. To me, I I I, I would have figured it would have worked. Maybe they don't mix well. You know what I mean? Maybe sports yes. bar and high end doesn't mix yeah. well. I think it's two things, Kathy. Um, one. It, it opened at a weird time. It was like last spring. So like if maybe it opened during football season, that would have been a little better. The Flyers weren't great. We had some Sixers stuff, but it wasn't whatever. And then um, it was very expensive. Was, yeah, I know. The food the, was expensive. The drinks were expensive. $200 steaks and $18 beers. Yeah. yeah. That's and ridiculous. That's pricey. The, yeah. um, the place is huge. Like it was my like gap outlet was the restaurant. And then the whole movie theater was like the sports bar place wow. with these things. It was, it was really cool space. Hopefully somebody fills it in. They also have uh, a bunch of Xbox consoles for sale, Steve. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, 2022 edition, sporting two controllers each. No games are included. Uh, savings to be made uh, from the listed lot prices, 180 to $195. Not it's $350s retail, so... It's not bad at all. Save some money. Kathy. I just want to... I, I, and I'm looking. I can't find how I can get in on this. Um, the name of the firm is where I had it. How do we get in on this amazing offer? Um, (laughs) sorry, Tennessee. Wait, did you mention the bacon rack yet? That's yeah, the bacon. What? So that's an app. The bacon, the bankrolls billionaire bacon appetizer (laughs) consisted of three strips of bacon. Now they were thick cut, right? Okay, Okay. hanging from a miniature rack alongside a pair of tiny tongs and some pickles. Oh. $26. $26. Yeah, for three pieces three of bacon. Three pieces of bacon and some pickles. <laughs> and pickles. How much? And $26. Pickles, I think the auction ended on the 16th. Oh, man. Oh, Are you kidding me? Is the sushi roller gone? This means we, we're out one liquor license. <laughs> on a sushi robot. All right. Let's see if we can get a winner with our movie clip. We're trying to find out what movie this food clip is from. <laughs> Dip this potato in some crushed Vicodin. Nobody can stop me. All right, it's a food clip. It's a movie, and Jen is going to try to answer. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. All right, Jen. What movie is that clip from? Is it The Martian? It is The Martian. Well done. All right, Jen. 
We're going to send you to uh, Harris and the Pool After Dark on the 23rd next week. And we'll set you up a complimentary food and beverage and an overnight stay as well. And you'll be able to watch the movie and enjoy, all right? All right. Thank you so much. All right. Congratulations. Hang on the line. Don't forget that Hulu Vacation Friends 2 is uh, streaming on Hulu Friday, August 25th. And it picks up just a few months after the end of Vacation Friends. Some damn good prizage here. Yeah, we're giving away some good stuff here. We're like bribing people to like the segment. Uh, I want to do your, the one you okay. chose, Casey. Right. Casey pulled up a really good uh, food clip from a movie. If you guys ever have suggestions, let me know, Absolutely. Because there are loads of them, and I, I don't always... Uh, I, I can't always think of one. No. And so... I mean, you, you're contemplating your next murder. Casey. Yeah. yeah. It was a dream. Okay. I had a dream. <laughs> Here's the movie clip. What movie is this for? Call only if you can go next Wednesday, okay? Here it is. I want the Venus Skeleton. <laughs> I want a Chuck Cheney Fred. A bottle of Vittina in 1981. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. All right. Order up. Another local story. Philly Pretzel Factory. Love it. Oh, yeah. Has a new pretzel pizza that they have come up with. It's only in like, is it only in one location? One location right now. They're going to be getting it to another location soon, but let me tell you about this pizza. Let me tell you about White Chicks. It's uh, available plain or topped with pepperoni, and it was developed and tested over the last two years. Oh, that's a good testing period. It uses Philly Pretzel Factory flour as a pretzel-flavored base and does not compromise the pizza taste that customers want. All of the pies are hand-tossed and made 12 inches since they tend to bake better at that size for a crispy, thin crust style pizza. So you can only get it at one size because that's the way that it comes out best. I, I love like that. pretzeled bread. I love pretzeled uh, pre- uh, rolls for burgers. I, lo- I mean, they, they're, the applications are far and wide. So I am intrigued, sir, yeah, by I, the I need, pretzel pizza. I need to know what kind of uh, like sauce is used. Like, you know, because that... You know, uh, now that the crust is taken care of, like the next big thing, I'm listening. Is, right, is the type of yeah. sauce you, know, you got to use San Marzano tomatoes, man. What about cheese? Standard. Uh, I think standard. Okay. You know, like I like mozzarella, a mozzarella provolone. What's right. the location? So um, that is a good question. Mayfair. Kathy. That's the location. The Mayfair location. We can uh, stop by and hoping, pick up our liquor license. <laughs> they're hoping to reinvigorate the brand with its pretzel pizza and other new products that it is testing. Uh, yeah, it's only available at the Mayfair shop for now, which is a corporate store and one franchise location in Virginia Beach for now. I don't know if this is legal, but if they were to drop off a whole bunch, we'd give them free commercials. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Is that... No, I'm listening. No, is that specifically allowed. stated that we can't do that? It goes against, against oh, right. company policy. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, pretzel pizzas can be ordered and delivered during uh, using DoorDash and other participating apps. In the coming weeks, pretzel pies will be available at more locations. The goal is to roll them out to all the stores by late fall of this year. That's excellent. So pretty quickly. All right. Do you have the address by any chance? You said Mayfair. Nope. I'm wondering if it's the one that's on uh, Frankfurt Ave. Because if it is, it's open now and we can probably send somebody to go get like four or five of these. (laughs) Yeah. Case uh, 7366 Frankfurt Avenue. They're open, man. Uh Uh-huh. They open. Okay. All right. See you guys in a little bit. You a mom. (laughs) You a mom. You a mom. You a mom. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
So I think that's great news. I'm I'm intrigued. I think I personally I haven't even had it, and I think it's it great. It looks good. It looks yeah. very good. I would definitely get the pepperoni on it. I think that would bring it home definitely. But How that's much? all they have now: is cheese and pepperoni. How much tanginess do you like in your tomato sauce? Because I like a, a little bit of you know hits you in the Save back of it. Sweet, yeah, no, sweet? no, like tangy, like um, almost like uh, citrusy. Yeah, a little bit of citrus. Okay, attached to it. I like that. Is there like? Do you have an example of a place that does that? Oh man. Uh, well, there's a place called uh, Campus Corner in uh, Villanova, and they they kind of have it. And that's why I like it. And, and Casey, your point is a dead on. Like the, uh, for me, anyway, the sauce makes the pizza. Mm-hmm. And you can you can go average to above average on cheese, but if you don't have a good sauce, the pizza sucks. Would you agree though that a pizza of all the food uh, um, item menus um, or menu items uh, is you have to give a little extra effort to screw up a pizza? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh, it's pretty. I mean, I mean, the blueprint is there, right? Yeah, and, yeah, but there is there is definitely bad, bad pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Like where I've had it, I'm like, this is not. Worth it. Do you know anything that trains us, though, Kathy, to be accepting of of the wide swath of available pizza is Pizza Day at school. (laughs) We used to have... Now, we, some schools would actually go and got like to a local pizzeria and get pizza. We didn't have that. We had school yeah, yeah, crap pizza, but we still loved it. So the interesting thing about pizza is every now and then, one of them can surprise you out of a place you would not expect to get good pizza. Like, I've been at a bowling alley mm-hmm. and had a and slice like, of pizza and gone, oh, my God. <laughs> I should this bowl. is really good pizza. And they serve it in rented shoes. <laughs> but, I mean, it can it can pop up. Like, you wouldn't expect to get a, a nice uh, salmon filet. At a bowling alley. Right. Wawa. I was, right. I was saying earlier, I see a lot of people finally taking advantage of the Wawa pizza and speaking glowingly of it. I get mad when I have a bad piece of pizza. Right. Because, like, if that that's what you do. Like, you're a pizza place. How how could you have bad pizza? How right. dare you, fix sir? How dare you? Fix this. You should be able to do this how properly. You yeah. lose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, these pizzas, cheese pizza, five bucks. Oh, oh really? Yeah, for 12 pe- inch? Yeah, pepperoni, six fifty. Okay. We... I'm, I'm serious. We are. I'm ordering right, this right somebody, now. We gotta somebody. send somebody. Kyle's not doing anything. Kyle, go. <laughs> he oh, go as long as he just Casey, left. As yeah. long as you buy him a pizza, yeah, I'll he buy will you go. a pizza, Kyle. He just ran down <laughs> the hall. <laughs> All right. Uh, you let's get see. Nothing. Let's see. You lose. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. All right. Let's see <laughs> if somebody knows what clip this uh, movie is from. I want the Venus Skeleton. <laughs> I want a Chip Cherry Fresh. About a a Vitatina in 1981. All right, we're going to go to Kevin, see if he knows. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, buddy, what movie is that food clip from? Well, that would be The Goonies. It is. Well done. That's Corey Feldman delivering that. Yes, it is. Right, Mal? Fine actor. Wow. Amazing singer. Dude, if you can go, we're going to give you uh, a chance to get an overnight stay at Harrah's in Atlantic City on Wednesday. Can you do it? I can do it. Yeah! Love it! Yeah, you're yeah! And you get to see an awesome movie, Vacation yeah! Friends 2, yeah! at Harris Pool After Dark. Uh, complimentary food and beverage and overnight stay is from 20th Century Studios and Hulu. Uh, Lil Ray's in it, uh, John Cena, Meredith Hagner, uh, Steve Buscemi, a whole bunch of people. And it picks up a few months after the end of Vacation Friends, and it begins streaming on Hulu on Friday, August 25th. We'll just do one more All right. of these overnight stays. Casey, pick right. whatever you like. Uh, I'm all set up. All right, this is a pretty easy one. Mm-hmm. What movie is this food clip from? What you got in there is good to eat. <laughs> well, we got Big Sheep Burgers, Bongo Burgers, Footlongs, Corny Dogs, Frosty Shakes, Creamy Bars. Uh, 
did, did you want me to go through the whole list? <laughs> Reckon what you like to eat in there. Well, the French fries are pretty good. All right, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> let's see if you know what movie that is from. All right, order up. Let's get another one in here. Let's see. Um, do you want another local story, guys? Yeah. Okay. The Shipwreck Saloon Cocktail Experience is coming up. It's a national oh, traveling immersive experience. It's going to be at Penn's Landing, uh, and it's August 24th through the 27th. Yeah, I didn't like that it was like it was kind of Halloween-esque, and they're doing it in August. Um, okay. I, want, I, I mean, wanted it as, as a fall activity. Well, it's pirate-themed. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, but she's, adding, she's yeah. always working on the list. Rockstar Beer Festivals takes over one of Philadelphia's most historic tall ships at the uh, Gazella. Primario. Hey, and <laughs> uh, it's an evening of pirate cocktails and high heat, high seas, high jinks. High heat, high high heat, <laughs> high sea, high jinks. So the drink high sea? Nope. Uh, like you're out on the high, high seas. seas. All right, just like that. And they'll be doing all kinds of pirate oh. stuff. And, uh, and where is this again? Uh, it's Penn's Landing. Okay, it's on the uh, Gazella Primario. Hey. hey! Is that why High C is named High C? You know what? Ooh. I just, I, uh, I no, thought it's the C word. C. Vitamin C. Yeah. Vitamin C. But is it, is it a high C's maybe. Okay. No, uh, the C stands for the, the C word. The C word. Oh, really? That's <laughs> See you next are. Tuesday. Blankadoodle-doo. Um, so... Come, it combines the allure of mixology, ghostly legends, swashbuckling pirates, and the finest rum and mesmerizing entertainment. It actually looks pretty good, yeah. uh, but I agree with Kathy. It seems a little weird to have something with that sort of flavor to it in August. So uh, there, I rest my case. Okay. <laughs> the case? defense rests. Yeah. You about to say something? No, well, I'm ordering Do you want a kiss? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm legit ordering this. Should he's, I do this? Or, or he's holding the it. microphone. Well, is this pizza plate? He's the, ordering pepper, pretzel pizza. The, the pretzel pizza. Yeah, yeah dude. Pizza? Kyle's going to go get it. I'm just wondering pretzel if, pizza, I should, please. if I should pay for it or if I should we wait for it. Hey, they're a client. Come on, Philly Pretzel. Wait a second. <laughs> we said we'd give you free commercials. Yeah. Pay for it. I'll, I'll give you some money Where, if you want. We'll pay for pretzel pizza. Uh, it's in Mayfair. It's 26 minutes away. So, 26 minutes away. It's nine. Carry the one. What's the pickup time? Uh, half hour. Which so, is perfect. Yeah. Two, zero, two, seven. Just, all right. Anyway, uh, what do you, what are the numbers? Um, uh, that, that was, uh, my expiration date. Oh. <laughs> Press his credit uh, card. <laughs> putting in his credit card. <laughs> Put some sausage on there for Pierre. All right. Place, oh, dude, oh, wait. Please provide your contact info. I just did. So well, you finish this out. Don't talk. You handle it. And we'll carry on that you're doing something very important. And we give did. carte blanche. I just bought it. Dennis. Are you getting plain, too? I, I'm getting three plain and three pepperonis. All right, fine. Wow. All right, yeah. Okay. Dude, they're small. Fine, okay. yeah, they're like personal pieces. Yeah. Well, 12 inches is a little bit. Usually it's the 8 inches that is the personal size, I think. Well, anyway. So anyway, come right on, guys. Side. Get anyway. off my back. Yeah. Leave him alone, and uh, let's get a winner. He's doing show prep. See if somebody knows uh, what movie this is from. What you got in there is good to eat. Well, we got Big Sheep Burgers, Bongo Burgers, Footlongs, Corny Dogs, Frosty Shakes, Creamy Bars. Uh, did, did you want me to go through the whole list? Reckon what you like to eat in there. Well, the French fries are pretty good. All right, we're going to go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning to see you. Joe, what movie is it? Sling Blade. Of course, yeah. it's Sling Blade. You got it, buddy. That is correct. 
And since you got that right, uh, you get to go to the screening of Vacation Friends 2 at Harris Pool After Dark on Wednesday, August 23rd. Complimentary food and beverage and an overnight stay, my man. How does that sound? That's awesome. My wife's birthday is the 24th. Oh, yes. Terrific. Phenomenal. You guys will have a great time. Hang on the line. It's from 20th Century Studios and Hulu Vacation Friends 2. Stars Lil Ray Howery, uh, Yvonne Orji, and John Cena, and Meredith Hagner, and Steve Buscemi. And Sarah's the host, right? Uh, and Sarah will be hosting it, yep. And it uh, picks up a few months after the end of Vacation Friends and uh, begins streaming on Hulu Friday, August 25th. Um, one more quick story. All right. Oh, hey, all If right. you don't mind. Because this sounds pretty yummy. Uh, Chick-fil-A is adding a honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich to its menu. Repeat that. On August 28th, a honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. Okay. So, like a pimento chicken sandwich is kind of a southern delicacy. I do love pimento. And they serve those, I believe, at the Masters. Is that right? And I've always wanted to have one. And, I, yeah, I love pimento cheese, man. I grew up on that stuff. Thank you. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I had a pimento sandwich. It was uh, at the Masters. Uh, the sandwich is made with original Chick-fil-A, creamy pimento cheese, pickled jalapenos on a toasted mm, bun. This is good. <laughs> By the way, I saw it at the, the last Masters. One of the things that the Masters prides itself on is golf. Is Besides <laughs> golf, is they have very reasonably priced concessions. Really? Yeah. Yes. So, so this they, is well known. They know that you are already spending, spending a, lot. a lot of money to be there and to do all the Masters, all the things right. that surround the Masters, and the food is... Is very good and very inexpensive. Yeah, and so they, they, I saw where one of the journalists was buying everything he could for like thirty dollars, and he had bought like tons of food. Wow, and uh, beer. Along I see, with well, it you too. know that's kind of cool that they would do that because they could certainly take advantage of that clientele. Most definitely. How do we get you there, Preston? Like uh, Augusta, one year. I don't know. I, no, we're I, talking I, actual directions. Yes, ninety-five. Most of the way there. All right, then. No, my Nick, I agree. Well, that is, you that, generally by by the book you have to you have to enter into a lottery and then they if you're chosen then you're allowed to purchase. You don't tickets. know enough people that can bypass. Not that I know of. I've never really talked to anybody who's got workarounds. Now there are travel agencies that will sell packages. All right, that you can buy into. And I looked into one. A guy that I know went to one. He said this is the company. We had a phenomenal time. It was excellent. We you know food. All this stuff was taken care of. And that company's now out of business. I called him. I tried to to set. That up. What like, do you think a package like someday. that would go for? Oh, uh, five thousand dollars or something okay. like that, probably. Right. Steve, what about that? Like that free advertising thing you were talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if we can give free advertising, to very- we can work. That I have not ever heard that mentioned specifically <laughs> in radio. Uh, All right, maybe I have. You know who's got? Well, Kevin. Uh, Kevin's gone, right? Uh, Kevin entered into yeah. lottery. And yeah, took us that way, I believe. Did, did he just one year. Uh, down, uh, John Kincaid down the hall. He might because he used to work down there in. Uh, oh. Well, oh, not yeah. in Augusta, but Atlanta. Wow. All right. I don't know how close are Atlanta and Augusta. I don't know. Yeah. Not sure. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, if you if you can't get to the uh, to the Masters. <laughs> Chick-fil-A has a Lion King. honey <laughs> pepper pimento chicken sandwich on its menu starting August 28th, and it's a limited time while supplies last. We should send you on a road trip with Jackie Bam Bam. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, I love yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah. Sounds familiar, yeah. <laughs> They're about two hours apart, Casey. Okay, that's pretty close. That's not bad. All right, uh, that's it. That's all the time we have for the Connoisseur. So, that's a good one. Hope you guys have enjoyed, and thank you for stopping by. And killer prizes. And we might have a a pretzel pizza. Oh, no, no. It's definitely, unless Kyle's car breaks down, uh, because he's gone. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's that's, gone. That's like hanging well, half a sheep in front of a great white shark. So, but it's it, and Kyle, I know you're listening. You can have one pizza <laughs> on your way back. All right, but uh, he's, he's going to come back with empty man. boxes. He can eat. He can. Yeah. And also, I hope his car. He he needs a new car. Oh he no, was, really? Was, he, yeah, I think he wants to get a Hyundai. So, uh, free advertising <laughs> to any Hyundai dealers okay. out there that want to. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, and uh, we're going to get uh, Bo Johnson in, who's performing at. Uh, Punchline this weekend, so stay with us. We'll return in a moment. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So our next guest will be appearing at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. There are two shows each night, 7.30 and 9.45, and it's the first time visiting our show. Please welcome Bo Johnson. Yay! Hello. Thank you for having me. Nice to see you, Bo. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, is uh, Has Philly been a stop for you before? Have you been through I've town? I've been here once for just a night at a time, so this is the first time I can wander around a little bit more. Okay. I'm so impressed by how quickly you can read all of that. <laughs> Sometimes I'll go, I'll just be doing karaoke, and I'm like, I can't even keep up with the words in the song. So. <laughs> Thank you. She, she's got a very fast delivery, quick delivery. We need. When you do karaoke, what is a uh, what, what do you like to sing? Anything where it's a duet where a stronger person can carry the song. <laughs> so you just hang in the back. Now, I, was, I was reading about you that you, uh, you went through like a massive Aerosmith phase, and I think you're very Steven Tyler-esque. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know where you read this, but <laughs> yeah. I, when I was in middle school, I only, I only listened to jazz clarinet for a while. Right, I, I, saw, I saw clarinet, that. Yeah. And then starting in middle school, like right when the iTunes store came on, that's when I kind of like found other music. Okay. And so my iPod was only Black Eyed Peas because <laughs> that was the top artist in iTunes. And then my one friend at the new school was like, you like music? If you want music, you should listen to Aerosmith. So I was like, I like two bands, the Black Eyed Peas and Aerosmith. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you play jazz clarinet? 
Oh, I not jazz clarinet, but I played regular clarinet. Okay. And I thought jazz clarinet was like the coolest thing. Right. I was rooted in the 60s still. Right. So I only had like Artie Shaw and Benny Goodman, who yeah. are probably the only two successful clarinet players to this day. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> pretty cool, though. That's, this that's... is really drawing people to the shows tonight. <laughs> I was, like, I, won... I was in band and all through uh, junior high and high school, through middle school and high school. And I remember, I, I, I always looked at the clarinets. The clarinet section always looks sad to me. Yeah. I don't know why. It's Which, not a cool instrument. I know. It's it's a great instrument. It's a beautiful instrument, but it's not a cool no, instrument. No, in fact, they made Squidward a, a clarinet player. Just <laughs> Good like, point. Yeah, that's you true. Know? I guess that's... Good point. But mm-hmm. you, you you mentioned two of the legends, you know, yeah, on it. Yeah. I mean, that, there was a time, and it, it still can evoke, uh, you know, a, a good response. It's just, I there are, as they say in the parlance, instruments that will get you laid, and, and clarinet is not one of them. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I was, when I still had a day job, this is like, I used to work at a food bank back in Seattle. Oh, cool. And one of my coworkers, Walter, played bass in a band. And I went with my boss and my other coworker to see him play live. Right. And the guitar player in their band went home with my boss's friend. <laughs> and I was like, I should have never quit clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love what you're saying, Tony. Though a lot of people don't remember those that when that when the iTunes store, you know, and you got your yeah. iPods and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, th- that was kind of an explosion of just oh oh well, uh, this picture of this band looks interesting. I'll check it out. It was an yeah. adventure. Yeah, it was very adventurous. What I regret is so I started like mowing lawns around like sixth grade, maybe. Yeah, it was like most of my money, and I spent probably seventy percent of it on music and DVDs. Yeah. Both of which are now essentially <laughs> worthless. Right. Yeah. So I probably spent at least over the course of like six years, at least $2,000 on iTunes music. Yeah. So there's just a laptop in my parents' closet <laughs> with $2,000 of worthless music that yeah. you can just stream for free now. Yeah, they never told you that. Well, there was, yeah. there was no perception of that happening. So um, were you uh, were you a Tower Records person? Were you Was that something that was... Available to you because Tower Records is where at that time I remember uh, actually uh, uh, Tom Hanks' son Colin Hanks did a documentary about yeah. Tower Records. That's where you go to get DVDs and CDs and uh, all that stuff. Was that something in your past or no? Regrettably, no. Okay. I I wish I knew what you were talking about. No. <laughs> okay, Tower Records was like the pop culture mecca. Yeah, it was like store. the blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do know who Tom Hanks is. Uh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well you got part of that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 31. Oh. All right, so you're past yeah, like uh, going to the wall to get a CD and you would get a sticker and you could put that on the CD and if the CD ever ended up with scratches on it, you could exchange it for free, which was pretty amazing in the 90s. See what you that missed That is pretty on? cool. That's like the REA, REI return policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so wow. I have to ask you, both your both your parents are massage therapists. They're both massage therapists. Did they meet by happenstance and find out they were both after some, or did they meet because oh. they were in the industry? They met through like a group of friends that had all lived in a commune together at a house party. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. By the way, I can, I now get why your demeanor yeah, yeah, is yeah. kind of yeah. low. Uh-huh. It's because you've been around that ethereal massage therapist <laughs> music your whole life. But I, I will tell you that. So, if you met my parents, my mom is from Germany. She grew up in Bavaria. Mm. 
and my dad is from Boston, <laughs> neither of which are really historically relaxing accents. <laughs> so I sound like what they should sound like. <laughs> you if you If you came to my house for dinner, it's more like a Dunkin' Donuts in a Volkswagen factory. Okay. So, uh, can you can you identify songs on the Spot Channel? The Spot the Channel. Spa channel. <laughs> um, I don't need Shazam. Are, they hippies? Yeah. are your parents hippies? I would say they're they're hippie adjacent. Okay. They have a lot of friends that are hippies. Are there Bavarian hippies? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so, um, and did you, were you ever attracted to the notion of massage therapy or was it? I didn't really care to take over the family business. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like one of the more unique family businesses yeah, to inherit. It wasn't like, so my parents work from home. So one wow. half of the house is the massage studio. Oh, okay, and sure. And then there's uh, the hallway where we come in is also the waiting room. And it's not like I would get home from school <laughs> in middle school and my dad's client would be there and be like, someday this will all be his. <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't like hop in or you t- want to take a crack at this son? No, he wasn't no. like observing. Like, okay. I don't yeah. know if you have ever gone to like a teaching hospital where you get yeah. treated for something and they're like, here, all of the students are going to be joining us today. It's not like that. <laughs> well, right. cool. Yeah. Was was that strange having a business where, uh, you know, you would have uh, the, the, the clients come to your house where you live? Was that a bit odd? I think that maybe the strangest would be more... I had a couple of friends. One of my best friends in high school is a very good athlete. He's a professional runner now. Right. And he would come to get treated at yeah. my house sometimes. And so, like, maybe a few years before, you kind of get, like, gently ribbed. Like, oh, do your parents give you massages? And be like, yeah, of course. <laughs> And then he would be in the hallway and be like, look how the tables have turned. Right, right. Now, let me ask you, given your druthers, would you prefer that your father or your mother give this friend massages? I mean, I don't think it should make a difference if everything is above board. It should. It should. But I I have to admit, I even for me, and I don't get many massages, but when I do, I think I prefer to have a woman do it. But yeah. that's just a preference. I, and, and they're always very accommodating. Yeah, my, my massage therapist back home, I, I have a very strong man. Okay. He really <laughs> digs in. Yes. And yeah. I, I actually, I don't love to admit this. I, I had a therapist for years. And then when I quit my job like a year ago and went full time into this, I kind of was like, well, I can afford massage or I can afford a therapist. Right. And a massage therapist, you can you can still say all of the same stuff. <laughs> they just aren't necessarily. In my case, it's just like a a forty five year old gay man who's like agrees with me with everything. <laughs> and the other difference is if you ask your therapist to do like a release on your hip, they're like, "This is we're calling the cops." Uh-huh. Yeah, that that could be problematic. Listen, Bo, I wanted to ask you about uh, something that kind of got you on the map, and that was this um, viral video that you did on on YouTube. You and your friends snuck oh, yeah. into a, uh, a movie theater by uh, pretending to be one person. It's hilarious. Oh, thank you. Uh, when did that surface? When did you guys create that? How long ago? That was so... When I was in middle school, it's kind of I, I went from a alternative public school to middle school, and the two friends I made were with this guy Matt and Omri. Those were my best friends through all of high school. And Omri moved to the East Coast in high school for treatment for his his mom had a doctor okay. that, that they needed to move for. Okay, and so we kind of had a summer of we weren't particularly cool kids, but right. we were like we're gonna have the all of the antics for the summer. We'll do all of the coolest stuff imaginable. And so 
what we did was not that cool. We dressed up like pirates once, and we built a raft, and we floated across the lake. Yeah. And I think we got stuck. It started to fall apart. We ended up on someone's dock. And then the other thing we did is like we're going to sneak into a movie theater as one person. So we went to this cinema, the Crest Cinema, with my friend Matt on my shoulders with a rain poncho. And it was a $5 movie theater. Right. So we were like, Surely they'll let, like, we've gone to enough lengths, they'll let us in. Right. And they were like, you have to buy two tickets because you're tall. They didn't play along. <laughs> and so he went, he moved to the East Coast and he was back in Seattle summer after college. And we were kind of like, well, maybe we need to revisit the plan. <laughs> what we need to do is not in, instead of on top, he needs to be around. Right. And we kind of theorized that if so long as nothing, no part of his body was visible, no one would challenge that we weren't one person. Because uh-huh. we're, we're in a more sensitive time. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I'll also say it wasn't that we were large that was shocking. It's that the proportions didn't add up because I'm very spindly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have like chicken legs and very thin arms. Arms, right. And like, I can very, I can hardly carry my own weight. Right. So to describe this, if you if you haven't seen the video, his friend essentially is around the front of him with his legs around his waist, and his arms. He's he's essentially on his entire torso, like clinging yeah, on, like to like him. a like a child. Like, yeah, like yeah, you might a carry baby. a baby. Yeah. yeah, we had two belts from Goodwill that we tied around him, like a makeshift weight belt. <laughs> And what I regret is, I mean, we videotaped it for just, like, for our fun. Right. And what you don't see in the context of the video is that took probably about 20 minutes from the parking garage up the elevator, walking over, getting in. You're carrying another human, yeah. Yeah. By the time we get there, I'm like, I don't have much left in (laughs) me. I'm like, just get through it. And Uh so on camera, not that many people have pointed this out, and I'm making the mistake now, but on camera, the the guy, the the ticket salesperson goes, would you like to donate to flood relief? I was like, no. And then we we go in, because I was like, I don't have time for this. I'm about to fall apart. <laughs> and then I started just showing a video to like my, I used to be a busboy at a restaurant. So I would show people and they'd be like, this is really funny. And then my friend put it on Reddit and it was the number one post for a day. It was kind of like right in the tail end of where a viral video wasn't every video that took right, off. Right, every, yeah, yeah. And then sort of the golden age. And so I was like, I should have donated to Flood Relief. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so this fat slob wouldn't yeah. donate to... Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, this thief, yeah. <laughs> and it took off on Reddit and YouTube. The YouTube video uh, is where it uh, racked up all the views. Yeah. You look up Bo and Matthew sneak into a movie theater. It is mm-hmm. probably the two most viewed things I've done are things no one knows that I did that have nothing to do with stand up. <laughs> so do you, do you get to? I mean, obviously, you know, you're 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 touring and touring quite a lot, a comedian. Uh, do you get together with these guys? Uh, do you have the opportunity? Are you creating extra video work and content? Is that something you even have time for at this point? We don't really do like content. Yeah, uh, yeah. Matt, and I, Matt is my, my best friend from high school. He lives in Austin, so whenever I'm there, we'll like hang out for. I'll stay for like a week and a half instead of doing just the date or two. I'll just make sure I'm there for longer. And he's he's one of the funnier people that I know. He just 
is very content making a good living okay, and not yeah. doing stand up. But we'll come up with we'll come up with different things and a lot of jokes will be born out of when I visit him. I'll be like, oh, this is really funny. And then I'll take it on the road and kind of a year later it'll work. Hopefully. Is he a sounding board for you? Because a lot of comedians have, a, that, have that one or just a couple that they say they're, they're the ones that they turn to and they say, what do you think of this? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a very good sounding board. And then I have two friends that I'll write with. One of them is actually the the host for this weekend. Tyler Wolf is ah. going to be at the show. So we'll, we'll write together each week, too. Bo's oh. going to be at uh, Punchline tonight and tomorrow for just tuning in. Uh, what's your relationship with? Uh, Kevin Hart, another Philly guy here. Oh yeah, we're very close. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, I think he would consider me a personal friend of his. <laughs> we, I got very lucky. So I've been doing stand up about eight years now, and when I was like a year and a half in, I saw like a Facebook post which was like, "If you want to make a living doing stand up, this is an opportunity you don't want to miss out on." And it kind of it read very much like if you. Craigslist used to be bigger around that time. So right, you see, like, right. these TV opportunities. Sure. And they're always like, this just feels like a scam. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll audition for this nameless thing because the worst case is I'm, every show I do is already bad. Yeah. So I'll do a, <laughs> another bad show and it's just right. whatever. Par for the course. Yeah. And it ended up being an audition for, he had this show at the time. I think they had three seasons overall. It was called uh, Heart of the City, where you would go to cities that weren't L.A. and weren't New York, essentially, and do a showcase of like three to four comics. Yeah. And so I went to the audition and I got the the last spot. I was like 25th on the show of like a three-hour show, which was actually a lucky spot. It was better than like second to last right. people kind of are like we want to go home but we'll listen one final time sure yeah. yeah and it went pretty well and so i kind of was like that's cool i didn't even think i'd get to audition for something like this but i'm not gonna get it and then two or three months later i got a call i was at work and they were like you're going to be on kevin hart's show and i was like oh that's cool <laughs> Which also, I just say, I'm very happy to be on morning radio, but I don't have the voice to win anything. Right. Like, I've always right. been, I just sound, I'm, I was very happy, but I was like, cool. And then they were like, we just need to get your social security number and your information so we can start the process. And I immediately gave it to her. And then she hung up and I was like, did I just get my identity stolen? Yeah. Yes. Like, for example, yeah. because of your, your delivery, like, if, if you were to win a contest to us, we would be less than satisfied. Yeah, we'd be like, oh. Yeah, they're like, you want a car. And I'm yeah. like, that means I'm so, you made my day. <laughs> <laughs> and we do that. We get those type of winners. Yeah. And all oh, of yeah. us look at each other and we're like, man. We, we gave away at our station before this. Oh. It was $100,000. Yep. Yeah. Impression. You remember the reaction? Oh, he was, yeah. He it was, was a dead fish. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, we'd built this thing up for months. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it could have been you, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> this is going to change my life. <laughs> change my life. This so, is the best day of my life. Are that you is one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Are you going to tell Kevin when you get home? Oh, I'll text him. That is one thing I like to do. If you're ever like meeting new people, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's better if it's people you don't know very well. And right. It's, an evening that has been fine, but not great. Yeah. But I'll wait for a lull and I'll go, this is the best night of my life. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so I love awesome. it. I love that. 
Because oh you're not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, you're like, is, is he it? has a very sad yeah. life. We met an hour ago. <laughs> is, is that ironic? Is that tragic? Yeah, it needs to yeah. be like, it can't be actually, it needs yeah. can't be too bad of a night. Yeah. It needs to be like you met someone at a bar and you've maybe been meet, talking to two or three new people for an hour and it's been fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> This has been the best night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, you'd mentioned Seattle. Do you, are you, do you still live in Seattle? I do live in Seattle, okay. yeah. I live in a, a neighborhood called Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. I live in a... Um, I live in a mansion. I live in a six million dollar house with nine roommates, including myself. And when I started going on the road more, I moved out of a bedroom into the powder room of the house. Nice. So, yeah, which is I don't I don't mean to brag on air that I have my own private bathroom, but it is essentially that's your room. What, yeah, my yeah. girlfriend calls it one bed in bath. <laughs> I'm going to be in Seattle uh, two weeks from today, which I'm really excited about. I'm going back out to the Dave Matthews Band Plays of the Gorge every Labor Day weekend. So flying from uh, Philly to Seattle on Thursday and then going to spend uh, Friday morning in Seattle. If uh, And I've been before, but if uh, someone has never been to Seattle before, um, give like three things that you should see. Non-touristy things, if you don't mind. Yeah, what, define non-touristy. Well, like the Space Needle is touristy or, you know, it, you can go to Pike uh, uh, Pike Place, right? Okay. I'll give you some middle ground to non-touristy. All I, right. I love all the parks in Seattle. I think if it's a nice day, you should do Discovery Park is kind of a bigger wandering around. There's a lighthouse on the water. And then there's Gasworks, which is kind of touristy, but it's also just it, a lot of local people will go there. It looks out over the lake. It has these big old industrial buildings. That's cool. Um, there's a scene from 10 Things I Hate About You that I think was filmed there. And then the last thing also on the lake, this is maybe better during the winter or the fall or like a, the end of summer, but there's a company that rents out these hot tub boats and it's like a oh, little... Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. seen those. Yeah. Yeah. It goes real slow. So yeah. That's what I did for my 30th birthday. It's one of the only things I've done in my life where <laughs> it was as cool as I thought it would be. Hot tub boats. Was hot it the greatest boat. day of your life? <laughs> <laughs> this has been the best night of my life. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. So, oh, I forget what I was going to ask, but... Um, I did want to ask one question about your schooling. You went to school for communications, but you had a major I had also not heard of, comparative history of ideas. Yeah. What does that that? translate to? Um, Unemployment. (laughs) 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 I'd never seen that, you know. Yeah, it's like a build your own uh, liberal arts degree. Liberal arts. Essentially. Okay. All right. All right. Did you get any blowback from um, your parents when you, not that you're you're certainly an autonomous person, but when you suggest you were going to go into comedy? It's a tough sell for some parents, you know. Especially to massage therapists. Yeah. Yeah, they... They were they, actually. They were. I wish I had a, a better, funnier answer. They were yeah. pretty supportive. That's, I think that, that's fine. I think that if I had not gotten a job and I was like, I'm only going to do this, right. they would have been concerned. And I was lucky enough that stand up is. You have to be a little bit delusional. I think yeah. even now I still have to be like a bit delusional about right. it, and it's going. It's going good enough. Yeah, yeah. Like I, but I think you just kind of see over time things happen and I was fortunate enough that like the Kevin Hart thing happened earlier that I got very lucky I was like that was two years into stand up so I was like I have this comedy central credit so you knew you were getting traction yeah I was like enough things are happening that I'm not it's not seven years in and I've never figured out how to write a joke (laughs) right and they are pretty alternative people so like we grew up I I didn't have any siblings 
but we had housemates my whole life. So you, people that, let's say Kathy, they'd, they'd take in, um, you, had, you had people who would be uh, like, what, like exchange students or just uh, vagabonds? Yeah, but, but like older. Okay. All of our housemates were like 50 plus. Really? So most of my childhood, the guy living across from my bedroom was a 80-year-old man named Raul. <laughs> And really? I remember uh, he was like the fourth housemate we had. And I came home in seventh grade and he was in our living room and I hadn't been told there was a new roommate. <laughs> so I just thought someone had wandered into our home. <laughs> I was like, maybe he's a client who just made himself really comfortable in our living room. So like, are these essentially borders? Sort of, just renters. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I live here now. And I was like, that can't be right. And I knew <laughs> And then he lived there longer than I did. I moved out to college wow. before he did. So oh, my God. He'll be there. Were there wonderful sort of uh, stories and wisdom that you gleaned from people like that? Not particularly. <laughs> people would be like, is this your grandfather? And I was like, he's just the guy who's kind of mean to my mom. Oh, no. <laughs> is Raul still alive? Uh, no, un- unfortunately. You, you killed him? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is the best night of my life. <laughs> As you bathed in his blood. Uh, yeah. oh my God. That is, that's really, that's yeah. kind of quirky. We, that's, yeah. But that's a cool, yeah. as a comedian, obviously, yeah. anything that can fuel. But he was a very interesting experience. guy, though. He'd done a lot of stuff. Like, he was a merchant marine. Oh, and wow. He was a jeweler. And when you're, when you're that age, you can do a lot of different <laughs> things. That's one thing that, like, my parents, for instance, my dad has been a lot of things. That's kind of like, he's been a massage therapist. He worked in government. He was a sailor for a while. He was a carpenter. And so it's kind of, wow. it was nice growing up and being like, oh, he had a whole life before I was born. Sure. Do you speak German? Nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just didn't. All, all I know how to say is, bist du angeschnallt? Okay. Which means, are you buckled in? That's are what you? I've taken with me. <laughs> is that, would he ask you that every time you guys got in the car or something? Uh, yeah, my, yeah. Mom, my mom would. Yeah. Mom bist du angeschnallt? Oh, my God. That's, that's great. great. Uh, well, listen, Bo, we'll make sure we uh, let everybody know that uh, you are certainly uh, in town in Philly enjoying uh, some beautiful weather, by the way. And you'll be a punchline. Beautiful weather brings people. Oh, out, yeah. So it's Wonderful. a great thing. Great weekend. Uh, two shows tonight and tomorrow, 730 and 945. And tickets are available at punchlinephilly.com. And in 25 years of the show, this is the greatest interview <laughs> yeah. we've ever had. <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. We appreciate it. Bro, Bo Johnson, guys, yeah. on the Preston and Steve Show. See him at Punchline. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. It's another MMR concert event. Greta Van Fleet, the Star Catcher World Tour, September 19th at Wells Fargo Center. Listen all this weekend to hear all the best songs from Greta Van Fleet and plenty of chances to score free tickets. Plus, next week, guess Preston and Steve's Word of the Week correctly, and you'll win a pair of floor tickets, backstage passes, plus a guitar signed by the band. Text Greta, G-R-E-T-A, to 39333 for a link to all the details. Greta Van Fleet, presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we're going to take another run of the Bizarre Five. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. Hi, it's brought to you by Sports and Social. You can cheer on the fightings just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social and Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with Budweiser cocktail specials, giveaways, memorabilia, and more. (coughs) Excuse me. Let's get into the stories. We're going to start with this one. Um, 
A McDonald's customer in Ohio has complained to authorities after finding out that her chicken nuggets contain not only meat, but pennies. Pennies? Inside of them. Okay. Beth Rupert Warren reported the finding to local authorities earlier this week after her daughter purchased some nuggets to enjoy during a family game night. Can't they just hand you the change? When she bit into the chicken, however, she found copper coins lodged inside. There were three pennies in total, yeah. Uh, The following day, local police reported the incident to the health department. The department promptly reached out to the regional McDonald's management to address their finding. Uh, They said in a statement, based on our conversation, we can confirm that they have removed the contaminated chicken nuggets by lot number from stock. And additionally, precautionary measures were followed, and they have been in contract with the manufacturer about the product. Rupert Warren had originally shared a post on Facebook warning others to check their food, but has since taken it down and replaced it with a simpler one in which she clarified this appears to be a manufacturer matter. This was in no way an attack on the employees of Wintersville McDonald's. Okay. And a photo in the post shows a partially torn open nugget with a penny peeking out from the center. Aren't the nuggets made differently? Haven't they been making them differently for the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, it's been more than a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of changed their recipe. Right. Mm-hmm. Now with pennies. Now, now. with pennies. <laughs> you, you don't have enough copper in your diet. Here's the follow-up story you guys will remember. A diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan was indicted on bank robbery and money laundering charges. Xavier Chiefsaholic uh, Babadar uh, faces 19 charges in total, 11 of money laundering, four of transporting stolen property across state lines, three of armed bank robbery, wow, and another of bank theft. Uh, Babadar success robbed six banks of roughly $700,000 in an attempt to steal from three others, and he also laundered the uh, proceeds at casinos and sportsbooks. He's best known for wearing the KC Wolf costume and has grown quite the social media following in recent years. However, two days before the Chiefs were to play the Houston Texans at NRG Stadium in Houston in December, fans wondered where uh, Babadar's Chiefs-centric tweets were because he's normally active during the games. Reddit sleuths were quick to make the connection that the superfan was arrested for allegedly robbing a bank in Bixby, Oklahoma. He eventually was placed on uh, Kansas City's most wanted list after he became a fugitive from justice for about four months after he allegedly skipped a court hearing on bank robbery charges in March. His monitoring device was also found in the woods. We assume this wolf costume is not what he would wear when he robbed the banks, right? I would assume not. Uh, he was arrested last month after nearly four months on the run. <laughs> Officials and investigators uh, recently located uh, Babadar near Sacramento, and a federal a warrant was issued for his arrest. He is also suspected of other potential crimes as far back as March of last year, and they think that he hit banks in several Jeez. states. So the dude was like a legit bank robber, man. Wow. All right, here's a uh, story, a uh, cautionary story for you. A Stranger Things obsessed woman fell victim to a ruthless catfishing scam where she began an online relationship, divorced her husband, and sent $10,000 worth of gift cards to someone portraying an actor from the hit Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Michaela, a film artist and single mother from Kentucky, claimed that she was a in a very toxic relationship with her husband, so she joined an online artist forum to make connections. She received a message from a user named DKMH saying that he would like to chat and eventually claim that they were well-known actor uh, and I'm not sure how you say his name. Is it Dockery Montgomery? I he, think that's it, yeah. He played Billy Hargrove on Stranger Things. Yeah. <clears throat> DKMH is the title of his poetry book, by the way. I'm sure he has trouble <laughs> getting dates. Uh, she said, me and him just really hit it off. <laughs> 
But, of course, I'm suspicious from the get-go. He starts doing things to make me believe that he is who he is. She said, I'm obsessed with Stranger Things, and Billy is just his bully. Uh, he kind of comes in and tries to dominate, which is totally unlike his actual personality. <laughs> Although they never met in person, Michaela says Montgomery was always complaining to her about his relationship issues. Wow, that so, he would open up like that. And some of those issues were how his girlfriend, Liv Pollock, controlled all of his bank accounts and is having some money problems, which eventually led to Michaela sending Montgomery $10,000 over time. Mm. She said, that's one thing we actually bonded over. And basically through the relationship, he was venting to me after a few months about how his partner saying she's very controlling of him. He doesn't always get to do the things he wants to do. She's always there. She's always got to be uh, sub- subversive. Subversive? It says supervi- oh, suppressive? supervised. Oh, suppressive? Supervised. Supervised. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. It happens. Supervisive? I I thought it was got to be. Yeah. It's just got to supervise. Sorry. (laughs) said, I kind of empathize with that. Why did you talk to my good friend Brad Pitt? Because my ex-husband was that way. And after a year of private messaging him, uh, he asked Michaela (laughs) to be his girlfriend. Though they never met in person. Oh, that's amazing. The fact told this big star from Stranger Things. Told uh, Michaela to keep the relationship quiet since he was still in a relationship with Pollock. And at one point, the scammer gave Michaela an ultimatum to choose between him him and her husband. Ah. She then broke the news to her now ex-husband. She said, "Listen, it's not working. You're not getting me to be you're not letting me be me and you're not letting me be free." I'm sure his reaction was Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with her husband out of the picture uh, and Michaela living with her seven-year-old daughter, Montgomery popped the ultimate question and he said, I might need a little help with money. Of course. Like, I mean, you know the situation he's in. Oh, yeah. He's barely making ends meet. Yeah. Liv has controlled all the accounts and I don't have access, he said. And she uh, started sending gift cards and eventually totaled up to over $10,000. And then something happened, right? Um, she found out. She found out eventually, yeah. So then she found out it was a scam. She says she doesn't want to see other people become victims of a scam like she did as her scammer used her feelings and made her vulnerable. It is sad, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. but come on. Come on. Come on. You got to know. All right, and then we have time for one more. Oh, yeah, how about this story? So a TikTok user uh, said that he was accused of cheating after sending two I love you texts before his flight. His video now has 7.8 million views on it, and it sparked a debate over publicly calling out cheaters. So he wrote, uh, the lady sitting next to me said I should be ashamed of myself. She then threatened to expose him on social media. The other woman he was texting was his own daughter. Uh. He wrote... uh, uh, tell our daughter, he said, tell this is him on uh, TikTok saying, tell our daughter that I will no longer be texting her from the plane that I love her because I can only love one girl at a time. So this wo- this woman is looking over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, the lady sitting next to me on the plane, he said, you should probably learn to mind your own business. So she jumped. How uh, nosy. Yeah, stuck in and said, you shouldn't, you know, I should essentially should shut rat, your mouth. rat you out, which is stupid. Yeah. All right. Anyway, and there you I go. play Billy on Stranger Things. Leave me alone. Yeah. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we'll break. We'll come back in a second. We'll test your knowledge of the program with the lesson question. We have trash and music news as well. Stay with us, and we have a great giveaway for the Word of the Week prize. Stay there. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. 
Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborn diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborn diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's good to go back and visit some bands that you haven't spent some time with and, you know, kind of uh, reintroduce yourself to them and them to you. And uh, that's a nice little, as Pierre would say, a musical journey. That's right. You can take it. It's all music. Um, There will be a musical journey tonight with uh, Bruce Springsteen. I have some details coming up in Music News, but we're going to first get to the lesson question. And we are going to give away a family four-pack of tickets to Elmwood Park Zoo, if you can answer this correctly. Who will Paul Mescal be playing in Gladiator 2? (laughs) Not really. All right, who will he be playing in Gladiator 2, according to Steve? That's right. Don't go look up on IMDb. because yeah, be wrong. That's not the right answer. You had to have heard what we were saying earlier this morning. Who will Paul Mescal be playing in Gladiator 2? 215263WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get right to it. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, 68-year-old Kevin Costner claiming he became a complete 100% Swifty by the time he left a Taylor Swift concert in L.A. In a related story, Swift has already composed a song about their breakup. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mark Zuckerberg is moving on from plans for a scheduled MMA fight with Elon Musk, claiming Musk is stalling and not serious. Musk has responded, saying that he is an artificial elastomer and Zuckerberg is an organically rendered epoxy. So whatever (laughs) so whatever Zuckerberg says about him bounces off him and sticks to Zuckerberg. (laughs) Nice. Nice. And finally, Angela White, a.k.a. Black China, says Rob Kardashian is actually a terrific co-parent for their daughter, Dream. White says she remembers saying a prayer that Rob would be as good at being a dad as he is at being a bloated loser. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think you know this. Who will Paul Mescal be playing in Gladiator 2? We turn to Levy to see if we can get the answer. Yo, Levy, or is it Levi? It's Levi. Levi. All right, Levi, what's the answer we're looking for? Is it Lonnie? Lonnie! Lonnie, you got it. And Gladiator 2, he'll be Lonnie. Hang on the line. We'll set you up with those tickets. Family four-pack for Elmwood Park Zoo. You can visit Elmwood Park Zoo this week and save up to six bucks on weekday admission after 2 p.m. Tickets are available at elmwoodparkzoo.org or you can purchase in person at the gate. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News. 
happening. So much going on. There's so I much going it. on. I loved it. I was trying to time things out perfectly, pressing hit the button a little too uh, faster than I thought he was going to. <laughs> no, I always do that. <sighs> I know. I know. Uh, uh, so the the pizza is here. There we go. <laughs> the pre- <laughs> the pretzel pizza has arrived. Pretzel pieces. Put- and we from, presently are in the uh, in purview the, of pretzel pizza? Yes, we are. We, we, we have uh, prevailed and, and have provided pretzel, pretzel pizza. pizza is pre- impressive. So uh, we sent Kyle out earlier to go to Philly Pretzel Factory, and there was only one location uh, in Mayfair, and then there's one in... I don't know, Virginia Beach or something that like that. That has this pizza. That has this particular pizza. So uh, Kyle had to do a road trip. And uh, how did it go, Kyle? It was very smooth. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. and they made an exception. Apparently, they don't make these before noon. Oh, oh no. Uh, but I called ahead after Casey put in the order, okay. and they said no problem. Well, that's cool. Oh, that's yeah. nice, that's nice. And did you have any on the way back? No, no I'm responsible. I don't eat and I am shocked. <laughs> that, uh, I I, we that. were certain we were going Casey. to get origami cardboard boxes <laughs> completely empty. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Marissa, eat, thank you. I don't eat that much. Still piping hot. Did you, so, um, so it's, uh, this was, Kyle was the guy to send on this mission, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He left before he even confirmed right. we were actually yeah. doing it. He heard it. that there was a potential. <laughs> and there was The Tasmanian devil leaves yeah. the room slower. <laughs> so it's pretzel crust. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With Salty. pizza. So I'm going to try it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, the, is the crust soft or crunchy? Crunchy? It, it's a little bit of crunchy. Okay. A little bit of Thank you, Marissa. Um, I approve. Um, Kathy, it feels like, um, like regular um, pretzel... Um, Crust. Regular pretzel crust. Yeah, it's not okay. like like super crunchy or anything okay. like okay. that. Uh, it's very, very good. What we're going to have to do, though, is we're going to have to get to the the crust part of this <laughs> at the very end. And see. That's where I think it's really going to come home. Do you guys want me to sing while you eat? or? Well, yeah. somebody's going to have to talk. <laughs> I do. I'm not singing. Why not? <laughs> because I'm not. Now uh, I have a piece. Oh, thank you, Marissa. Party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pizza party. Pizza party. Pretzel pizza party. I'll just take a bite of the crust so you guys know. How's that? It's really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. yeah, I love that. To be honest, mm-hmm. that should be the entire crust. Now I'm going to have a piece of the crust. And also, it's a decent size. You said it was $5? $5 for the plain. Six, that's like... six fifty for a pepperoni. Yeah. I, like, I can't believe it's, that's the price. And, oh, yeah. Okay. Preston, when you said... You see what I'm saying? The crust on the end. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh when you had God. the story earlier, Preston, um, and I know there's only in, in two stores, but is this a test product that they no they they plan to have it in every single one by late fall okay so they've been they've been testing it for two years apparently gotcha a little research and development a little r&d and um mm. yeah when you get to the very end mm-hmm. with the pretzel yep home yeah. run you know because i do like um like pizza crust but it's still just kind of okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's, um this has more flavor in it yeah what well, did like you just that. spit out can i have a bite of that no i got it all right <laughs> pull it out of my crush <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not yet. I should probably do that right now. I do. Okay. Uh, I, I can I can do music news. I like uh, the sauce. While you guys are doing your thing here. So um, pardon us for eating on the air, but we were really excited and we were really hungry. So, all right, music news. Um, oh, wait. Oh, uh, damn no. it. That's right. You got to reload that thing. Sorry, I hit the button and it, it disappeared. So. Preston <laughs> and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Smart!
All right, so fans have been hoping for a Talking Heads reunion since the early 1990s, and their wish is finally coming true. This crust is very good. <laughs> In a small-scale way. Uh, members David Byrne, Tina Weymouth, Chris Franz, and uh, Jerry Harrison are going to appear together publicly for the first time since their 2002 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction at an upcoming 40th anniversary celebration of the band's beloved concert film, Stop Making Sense. I'm going to say my casual observance here is that you've become kind of a Talking Heads mega fan. I have. Not a mega fan, but but definitely more of a fan than I've ever been because... Um, and part of it was watching that movie. I had yeah. never seen Stop Making Sense. And I think it was like last year. I'm Great. like, you know what? Let me dive into this. And, and it's outstanding. <clears throat> What's the new movie that's coming out? That I think Because I think they're promoting something. I'm not sure. Uh, you are releasing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw a, a promo where David Byrne, uh, present day, walks into a store, uh, walks into a dry cleaner, picks up the giant suit. Oh. Uh, say, it's time for me to put it back on. Oh. I, I thought it was the re-release of was Stop it? Making Sense. Okay. A newly restored version of the movie will be screened on September 11th, Nick. So yeah, here's, it's pro- yeah, it says Stop Ma- Making Sense trailer. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be at Cineplexes. So it's now with uh, Pretzel Crust. Scotiabank IMAX Theater is part of the Toronto International Film Festival. The group will also partic- uh, participate in a Q&A moderated by Spike Lee uh, before the uh, ref- refreshed Stop Making Sense premieres on September 22nd. Uh, the original film was shot over three nights during four shows at the Pantanges Theater in Los Angeles. Oh, the famous theater. In December 1983 and has since been added to the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. It featured the group performing such now classics as Psycho Killer, Slippery People, Burning Down the House, Life During Wartime, Once in a Lifetime, as well as the Franz and Weymouth, uh, Weymouth uh, Side Project Tom Tom Club's oft-sampled Genius of Love on a Spare Stage. I like the Tom Tom Club. Yeah, I only know the one song from Tom Tom Club. <laughs> Yeah, genius of love. That's it. Yep. Uh, so that's cool that they're uh, gathering for that again. And yes, it's a great movie. Evanescence's 2003 Bring Me to Life almost featured former saliva singer Josie Scott. What? Scott revealed that he almost graced the song while appearing on the Metal Summit recently. He said, I was asked to do the Bring Me to Life song, and our schedules were. <laughs> Even Mel's thrown off by that. We're mixed up or something, and I didn't get to do it, so the kid from 12 Stones did it. Um, and he's referring to Paul McCoy, who not only sang on the song, but also made a guest cameo in the video as well. But it was almost that, too. By the way, as Green Day celebrates 30 years, they're going to release an unex- or, I'm sorry, an expanded version of their Dookie album. Released in 1994, it was the band's third studio album, but served as their major label reprise record's debut. Uh, the Grammy-winning original album is 10 times platinum and diamond certified. Wow. Uh, the new version will include songs re, uh, songs recorded as cassette demos, outtakes, as well as two live recordings, live at Woodstock 94, and the previously unreleased live in Barcelona uh, from June 1994. I saw they were offering some swag that included, like, uh, actual dookie dog poop bags. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Robert Plant's band, Saving Grace, is going to tour the U.K. in November. They formed in 2019. No mention yet if the tour will cross into America, but it's one to keep an eye out for since they are going to do that. I wish we'd do um, in concert uh, older stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't uh, He doesn't really Undo dive it. into that anymore. Uh, Saving Grace also announced their first ever single release, As I Roved Out. 
Although the wording of the post online has changed as of now, the song is only available to those who buy concert tickets. And then finally, as I mentioned this earlier this morning, MMR is going to broadcast the complete Bruce Springsteen show from March 16th earlier this year at the Wells Fargo Center tonight on the air at 7 p.m. as just a little bit of something that we can take from the fact that these shows have been... Hi, this is Bruce Springsteen. I'm having trouble pooping, so I won't be able to do the show live. Uh, so the... Enjoy WMMR's concert playback. Oh, he did a promo for us. I had no idea. And um, enjoy that pretzel pizza crust. So uh, it's to ease the pain of the two postponed shows. So yes. It'll be tonight at 7 o'clock. You had an email earlier, Preston, for some uh, a, a gentleman and his son flew in from Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep, yep. So sure. that I'm, it's, I'm so glad that they're doing this. And also, don't forget that uh, this weekend it's a Greta Van Fleet weekend. Mm-hmm. Listen for all their best songs this weekend, and your chance to call in and win tickets uh, with MMR's Weekend Warriors. And uh, we are actually going to have uh, Word of the Week prize next week. Uh, that's a pair of floor tickets, backstage passes, and a guitar signed by the Whoa. band. Pretty sweet deal, yeah. So uh, Greta Fleet weekend here on MMR all weekend long, and that's the last on my item I have. In music news, we have a final break to take. We're going to do that. Come back in a second and give away our Word of the Week prize and hand it over to Pierre. We'll be back in a second. MMRBQ 2023. Starring Shine Down, Billy Idol, and maybe you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PNS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games and great live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster starting at 25 bucks, and join us September 16th. At Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details. Or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 933 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. Friday morning. Coming to the end of the work week. It has been a no sad bro day. Let's make it a no sad bro weekend. That's generally what we like to do is string that vibe throughout uh, the weekend if we can. Uh, today has been another fun program. It was. I would like to thank uh, our new friend Bo Johnson for hey. being here. Bo's going to be at uh, Punchline and he was a super nice guy. He's extremely low key. Yes. He had such a soothing voice. <laughs> like I was almost hypnotized when we were talking to him. Uh, but he's very, very funny, and he's going to be at uh, Punchline through the weekend, so it was uh, cool to hang out and meet with him. And thank you to Casey and Kyle, because yeah. they went and got us the uh, Pretzel Factory Pretzel Pizza, which is now <laughs> available. They're, they have it only in, in one location in Mayfair, and we, we purchased it. We went and bought it. We purchased it. the Pretzel Pizza. Yep, and uh, there is uh, there is cheese, Pierre. I think that's a cheese one, if you want to try it. Uh, and it's it's made from uh, pretzel crust. Oh wow! So which is kind of a little bit different. And uh, it's actually I found it. that it tastes the pizza itself tastes kind of like Convention. regular pizza yeah. till you get to the crust part of it, right? And then you're like, boom! I could see doing the the not only the crust but the entire pizza itself with uh, pretzel bread. 
Yeah. That's what I, because they can, they're, they're pretzel rolls that are a little, because the, wait, you can see doing what? So is the entire crust of the pizza pretzel? No, yeah, I think just, oh, I thought just the top one. You, but you're saying that, um, like salty right. crust do it throughout, the, throughout pizza. the pizza. I think the whole thing is, is yeah. all the same crust because it said it was made from the flour that they use for the, uh-huh. uh, for the pretzels. But, uh-huh. but the way that it's baked with all the stuff on top, you don't really get that pretzel thing <laughs> except for the exposed, uh, the exposed, um, the whatever it is, it's good. It's yeah. tasty stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. How you doing, man? Good. Excellent. Yeah, it's Friday, so bro. <laughs> so bro. So and bro. dude, the, the Springsteen thing is going to happen tonight. It is going to happen, yeah. yeah um, that's great. We did- confirmed it yesterday afternoon. I did a vinyl cut of Bruce, uh, did uh, uh, Jersey Girl, which is a great song. And um, uh, Chuck came in and said, we're, we're a go. Uh, so we were going to do it at 7.30. For some reason, they moved it to 7. Uh, I think 8 would be better, but uh, don't ask me about time. So we're going to do it at 7. Okay. Uh, and it will be the entire concert for... From March 16th, um, which still will play out to be about 10 hours. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, it landed so. 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. I'm happy that's going to happen. It's going to be 10 hours. <laughs> All right. We're getting into the eighth hour now. Right. Do you know, I, I don't feel so good. I saw him uh, at the ballpark, not the last tour, I think the tour before that. And at one point, at the end of the show, he sat on the drum riser and took his boots off and turned them upside down and squeezed them. And a, a gallon of water came out. Oh, my God. Great. Sounds delicious. Of, of sweat, yeah. Uh, and Kathy was there to, to take care of that. She loved that. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> No, no thanks. You love smelly boots, don't you? Oh, my God. Smelly boots sold more albums than the Beatles in Pakistan. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a smelly boot fan, Pierre. I I know that confuses you, but I'm not. Just checking. All right. Let's give away our prize. You ready? Yo. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... D as in dog. All right, D as in dog. And we'll take uh, caller number seven. All right, at 215-263-WMMR. You need to know what the word is. Caller number seven, 215-263-WMMR. What's up on uh, your show today? What are you looking for? You're right over here. He's looking at the word. The word that he's created. Oh. A word, a letter got put here that I don't think is the right letter. Um, But I no, I think the word is going to be right. Right. Yeah. I think okay. on my little sheet, the the letter is incorrect. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be fine. Yeah, we'll fine. find out. It's all good. We'll Just find out. Just stay with me. Oh, I is yeah. your tour guide. <laughs> you a mom. You a mom. I am. So on the program, we'll have a... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a block of Sublime, because Sublime with Rome will be Sunday evening over at the Camden thing. And uh, also, we'll have a Greta Van Fleet weekend, so we're going to do a block of Greta Van Fleet to prime the pump for that. And a request for Shine Down today, so we'll do Shine Down. We'll also do a few uh, Bruce tracks here and there to prime the pump, so stay with us. A lot of priming. Yeah. A lot of priming. All right, we're going to the phones. We're going to call number seven is Sean. Hi there, Sean. Dude, are you kidding me? No. No, you are the seventh caller, but in order to win the prize, we need that word. So I can't really read. I got to sound out the word, and it is road. R-O-A-D. Road. Great day in the morning. There it is. 
Sean, you got it, my man. We're going to set you up. Yeah. We're going to give you a pair of premium tickets for night one of WWE WrestleMania Jeez. 40, brother. Oh, man. This is brother. Oh, he's going to have an awesome time. He's excited. All right, Sean, wait a minute. Let me ask you, is this the best day of your life? <laughs> this is absolutely the second best day of my life because my son was the first. Oh. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, take the we'll take it. All right, buddy, hang on the line, Sean. We'll get your info. We're going to set you up Saturday, April 6th, Lincoln Financial Field. You can witness your favorite superstars from Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Cody Rose, Bianca Belair, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Freakin' Rollins, and Becky Lynch. Tickets for both nights, April 6th and 7th, are on sale right now. They went on sale about 45 minutes ago. Ticketmaster. Uh, so do that right now, and there you go. Congratulations. All right, we will thank the sponsors, Preston Steve Show brought to you by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, also, Trinity Rehab locations all over and now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Next week on the program, I am excited. We will have on this show, for real, Sting will be joining us. How cool. Pretty incredible. Never talked to Sting. Always wanted to talk to Sting. Paula Poundstone will be on the program. Yeah. And we have a couple of birthdays coming up. Yes, we do. Marissa and Kathy. Wow. Oh, I was like, whose <laughs> birthday? All right, so that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.